Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Episode 221 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on June 15th, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman, and you ever see somebody say goodbye to their shoe like that? <laughs> Topical. My name is Casey Lyons, and hello, free horsey rides. Uh, I mean, doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Greg Legro, and air is beautiful. You cannot see it. It's soft, yet you cannot touch it. Air is a little like my brain. That's a uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's a Jean-Claude Van Damme original. <laughs> I read uh, I read a whole bunch of his quotes. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to be going back to that well for opening <laughs> quotes frequently. Amazing. He says he crazy, crazy shit. is wise. <laughs> <laughs> we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Uh... Two of us got to pick whatever they wanted to see while one of us went and saw Warcraft. We will talk about our Punishment album role for movies next week. Get into a little bit of uh, Orange You Glad. It's the OC yes. in our uh, final segment where we talk about the first season of the OC, yeah. Orange County. Um, but first, if you'd like to get in touch with us, please do so by emailing us at info at modernsuperior.com. Rate and review us on iTunes, uh, and go tell all your friends about us in real life. Um, before we get to the show, uh, I wanted to say really quickly, I don't get political a lot on this show, but uh, it's been happening over and over again. America, you need to get your fucking gun control problem oh my God. in check. Um, they won't. They won't. They and fucking it, won't, because it is it's extremely all tied sad. in to their... Uh, insane uh, view uh, of what patriotism means. It's just and, the, and, and, yeah. and so and they, they so it's it, it means a loss of freedom to them. They don't understand and they no. won't understand. And people are gonna continue to die for the it's fucking crazy. stupidest reasons. I've been keeping this in. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I, I I've been trying not to get on Twitter or yeah. on Facebook and get on a soapbox about this because I've been finding it very distasteful. Uh, uh, but you know, people grieve in different ways, and that's yeah. not my business. But I, you know, I've just been keeping it in, and that's not healthy either. It's like every it's, time this happens, the onion runs like something that's just so cutting, where it's just like, yeah. oh god, you know, like they they did that one that comes up all the time, where it's like nation yeah. that the only place that this happens says they can't believe how it happened or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that always pops up. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's hard 
to see again and, and s- again and again and again and again and again and again. It just yeah. fucking happens all the time now. Yeah. It's like a normal thing for our world I to wake up and be like, oh, oh another mass how many people in America. Yeah. You know have what been weirds murdered? me out? And I'm not trying to get all small change here and like inside job, man. Uh-huh. But like, you know how uh, how the whole 9-11 thing was tied into... You know Saudi Arabia, and it was mm-hmm. like, uh, or, or not Saudi Arabia, but Iraq, mm-hmm. which which was weird and cursory. And it was like, well, how do those two things fit together? Mm-hmm. They're fitting this in with ISIS somehow. Yeah. This guy had some sort of like ISIS because he said the words ISIS at some point. Right. It's just like uh, there was a tweet that I retweeted where some guy was like, "Oh, it's great that like all you need to do to be recognized as an ISIS person by the media is just say it." And he say was like, "By ISIS. that, by that account, I'm in the Led Zeppelin." <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. But I mean. But but so now America gets to go, this is an ISIS problem, not an America problem. Oh, God, it's yep. fucking disgusting. And somebody was like, uh, uh, um, you know, like, don't don't vote for fucking Donald Trump because you'll just get more of this. This didn't happen under Donald Trump. This happened under Obama, Obama who hates guns. Mm-hmm. So, like, this shit still fucking happens. It doesn't matter who the fuck is in there. Yeah, it's oh. crazy. No, the country's um, a mess. Equality Florida set up a GoFundMe account for donations, and they've raised over $2.2 million already. I want to mention something positive. Mm-hmm. That's super amazing, amazing, amazing to see. There's people lining up around the block to uh, to donate blood. Got to look at the positives. Yeah. Yep. That thing that, uh, was it Patton Oswalt that said it that everyone's been quoting, where it's like, just know that like we outweigh them kind of thing? Yeah. There's more of us lining up now. Oh, it's no so. doubt that the American people are great people. Like, yeah. By and large, but uh, it's oh, it's such a mess. Crazy, it's such a fucking mess. Um, and then something positive. Let's thank Simon Lamarche for his email. Uh, a super, super amazing email. Yeah, it made really made nice my one. weekend. Made my week. He took his two young kids to see Angry Birds. Yeah, <laughs> and he was I'm upset. So glad he brought this up. I Greg. totally would have forgot because so, I'm <laughs> not. I don't. I don't have my head together today, but. Yeah, he was mad at me. He was mad at you because you didn't mention that they use a Limp Biscuit song. That's right. Not just a Limp Biscuit song, but Limp Biscuit covering the Who. Yeah. Yeah. That's to be fair, that is irresponsible. Yeah. I know. I should have warned people, but yeah. I uh try to pretend much like when the cover of Behind Blue Eyes when it came out, I try anytime I hear it to pretend yeah. it didn't exist. Yeah. Uh yeah, they do use that song in that movie and it's horrible. And I remember Although- thinking that while I was while I was watching it was like, "Oh, oh." I feel like that song itself is a really bad song. Anyway. I don't have any problem with the original. I'm not I into really the Who. Yeah, I don't feel two ways about it really, but I think it's fine. Yeah, but yeah, then Limp Bizkit doing it, doing that terrible video. Ugh. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't remember there being a video. Yeah, he was like in jail, and he's making out with uh, uh, <laughs> fellow inmates. Yeah, <laughs> I like all of them with the guards. Oh, get special nice. privileges yeah. uh, behind those blue eyes. Yeah, a carton of cigarettes to that make I need. Yeah. More <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, he went on to mention that he picked up the first—I don't know if you, the first issue or probably yeah. the first trade paperback of Preacher. Right, totally. And uh, went back and got more quickly, which is the right thing to do because it's so so good and that's so awesome. I'm so glad somebody picked it up and started reading it uh, and enjoyed it because it's such a great. Uh, comic book series. Um, and then he asked for more suggestions, and he mentioned Constantine. Yeah. Yes, Constantine is worth reading, particularly if you read the stuff that's by Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon, who is the same team that works on Preacher. Um, their run on Constantine. There's lots of great Constantine that isn't by them, but the best, by by and large, is them. And there's a huge run of it. There's, 
Oh, boy, I don't even know how many issues, but there's a big, big, big chunk of uh, Constantine that's all Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon, and it's fucking amazing. Sweet. It has one of the best uh, comic book story arcs I've ever read in my life. So fucking great. So you get into that, read that, and if I was going to suggest anything else you could find out there um, that's not the obvious common things, go check out a... uh, You can get this in graphic novel form now as well. uh, Mr. X... Uh, which is from Vortex Comics. It's a fairly old one. I believe the first trade pack, paperback is called The Return of Mr. X, and it's fucking awesome. It's about this guy who comes to destroy a city um, because the city has gone mad. The Ooh. whole city was designed, all the architecture was this new type of architecture that was supposed to be mood-enhancing and mood-altering, but the original architect was murdered throughout the process. Or was he? There's all kinds of stuff. Anyway, <laughs> Sweet. Uh, and it was finished without his input, and so it was done wrong. So it's yeah. an entire city that is designed to drive people insane. Sweet. That's pretty dope. It's so fucking awesome. So wicked. Mr. X has returned to the city to destroy it. <laughs> and it's, oh, it's so, so good. It's a really great one. It's really kind of weird. It's very noir-y, but like, there's lots of like weird, uh, fun robots and weird futuristic shit in it. It's just so great, great, great. <laughs> Mr. X. Awesome. Uh, robots. Yeah, you yeah. Had, yeah, you had me at fun, fun robots. robots. Me too. Dean Motter involved in this, and I can't remember the other name. It's been a while. But yeah, that's a good one. Check that out. Awesome. I have a um, recommendation, too. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> he's amazing. He's literally a man. <laughs> like, he's a man. But uh, but there's a twist. <laughs> I don't understand. Could you give me an origin story on him, please? Uh, all right. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think it's ever been done before. So settle in, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. That one that last one sounds dope. I mm. want to read that. <laughs> yeah, I've I always a... I've always enjoyed you've ex- you've explained that to me before and yeah. that's my entire involvement with the whole thing, but yeah. I've always been like that's a great idea. Yeah. But I feel like I don't need to read it cuz I'm like <laughs> I know the idea and I like the idea. Like, that's yeah. good enough for me cuz oh. I have a very short attention. Well, I have a copy of it upstairs, so if you want to borrow it, Dan, and read it, tell Casey about I it might. so he can be satisfied with that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, or Dan, why don't you just read it to me? Yeah, relay. <laughs> um, also, I don't read a lot of comics, but I uh, a couple of years ago read Black Hole by is it? Uh, I want to say Gareth and it. No, not Gareth and it's uh, fuck. Have you guys read Black Hole? No. Okay. Um, I'll 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 Google it in a minute. But yeah, Black Hole is amazing. It's so good. If you're into like the weird stuff with like our space or whatever like yeah. there's a lot of kind of like body horror in it i'll, I'll right. get the name of it before the end of the show yeah, so cool. stay tight but uh we got to talk about a trailer that came out this week uh-huh. um or last week whatever uh-huh. you want to say uh-huh. uh stranger things oh tell the netflix oh, uh, original that is coming out almost in a month to the day yeah the 15th of next um month of next month so <laughs> IMDb released, uh, not IMDb. Some sentences done today. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix uh, released a trailer for this. Uh, the, the, the synopsis is when a young boy disappears, his mother must confront terrifying forces in order to get him back. And uh, for about a day, this trailer was all that I watched. Cause, yeah, boy, is it oh, great. Oh, my God. Oh, like, fuck it. I, I was this close to canceling Netflix because <laughs> I was like, because they're, like, raising their rates and shit. And I'm like, oh, really? fuck you. Yeah, yeah it's going like up to 10 bucks, 10 right? bucks now. What? Which is, I guess, fine, but... Uh, but I was like, ah, that sucks. And then I saw this, and I'm like, well, not until I'm finished this shit. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of fucking times. Yeah. It's it's so Amblin-y. Yeah. yeah, but it looks good Amblin-y. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they know what they're doing. Yeah. From that yeah, trailer. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't look like they're 
they're trying to rip off and feed us back our childhood yeah. or anything. It looks like they they learned like yeah. somebody who learned from Amblin. Yeah. Looks like if Amblin had done um, Midnight Special, because it's obviously about like a kid with some kind of a had like like powers or has come Something. in contact with some kind of yeah. a a thing and then disappears. So and the trailer's full of like kids on bikes investigating it and like uh Winona Ryder is in this and she's trying to figure out what happened to her kid. Fuck man. Oh, it looks like E. T. and and just all the best parts of those kinds of movies. Yeah. yeah. Right down to the font I love this. Oh, they've got a great font yeah. treatment. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, really good. Yeah. That was actually the only thing I wrote down for news. Do you guys anything guy grab your eyes this week? Uh, no, I don't think okay. there was a big news week. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I posted a bunch of stuff on the uh oh, Jeff Goldblum going to be uh in Thor Ragnarok. All right. So, there's somebody I like in that movie yeah. that I is a sequel to a movie I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks, well, there's going to be I saw some news about uh the Hulk how uh there's going to be a lot of um Bruce Banner yeah. uh grappling with his other self. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that sounds like the Hulk, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. and I'm like, whatever, I'll watch it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. what were you guys watching then? We'll jump right into that. Uh, all righty. Movies, TV shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm watching those, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because uh, I've been checking out Crave TV, which turns out to be pretty great. Yeah. yeah pretty good. Um, I have been uh, watching a show that I've always been like, oh, I gotta get into that, and then I just never had any uh, desire to. I'm watching Broad City. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, I mean, oh that's on there. I've seen some of... episodes of that. Yeah. Uh, like one no, or two. No, I haven't gotten into that yet either. I've been meaning to, and I didn't know it was there and easy for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I started it out, and I'm like, okay, not every show has to be a show about just some shiftless, aimless people who, you know don't really do anything and the show is not necessarily about anything yeah. uh, because it's just been done to death and and you know some sometimes better than others this is one of those times where it's the fucking best oh, yeah, yeah I like really liked what I'd oh, seen oh my god it is so fucking good because it very much is it's that thing of like where it's like oh this one's about how they have to go to this place and do this thing it's so banal but because the two characters abby and uh elena elana um are are so likable and Mm. their friendship is so fucking hilarious and everyone surrounding like uh, hannibal burris is in it yeah he's fucking awesome it's just using hannibal burris in the best possible way um and uh, uh, even people that I didn't like, there was a fella, something Downs, Paul Downs or something. Uh, he had uh, an episode of The Characters. And okay. I was like, ah, this guy's a big miss, but he's really great on the show. It, yeah, it just takes everybody and gives them exactly what they need to do. John Gemberling's on it. Awesome. He's great. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Gethard's on Chris Gethard is on it. Yes, mm. yeah. It's fucking, it's so good and so, like, of its own thing. Oh, man. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's so entertaining. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I watched one or two episodes because Emma was kind of like, oh, have you, you've heard of this? And I, I was like, yeah, I haven't watched it, though. But So we watched, like, the first two, and I, and I really thought it was funny, but I just haven't gone down through them. But It yeah. took me get, a little while get to get the, the tenor of the show and to, to, to kind of, like, get into it. Yeah. Because, again, I was just like, okay, well, it's just doing a Master of None slash Louis slash Marin mm-hmm. slash all of the rest of these fucking shows. Yeah. Um. Where it's really slackery and really like, you know, loose with its structure. Yeah. Um. But man, 
it, it just proves that that's a well that the right pe- if the right people go to it, it, re- it it's a well that produces. Yeah. Um, speaking of the shifting aimless youth, yeah. Um, I watched a movie, and I don't. Uh, I don't know if. You guys have watched it or not? I mean, you may have. You, I forgot about um, whether or not we've talked about this. But Mistress America, uh, the, no, no, the Noah Baumbach film, no, starring no. Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Uh, so when, this, when did that come out? So this came mm, out last year. year. Hmm. Um, I can't. I think it was. It was after uh, While We're Young. I feel like, or maybe it was before. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it did come out 2015. Um, and so this is sort of like a spiritual successor to Francis Ha in some ways um it's like about you know greta gerwig is this woman that's sort of approaching her 30s or has just turned 30 in new york city and she has all these ambitions and all these kind of you know dreams of the things that she wants to do and whether or not they are going to come true or if she's actually even interested in pursuing them or if Mm -hmm. she's just sort of interested in having a million things going at once and she's and and she uh ends up getting involved with uh the life of her uh step sister i guess or like her dad's marrying this woman's mom uh and she's like another a younger woman than greta gerwig she's off to college in the big city kind of thing and so they end up having this friendship and it it goes from that kind of like uh like hangout kind of character study that and then it spirals into a straight up almost farce screwball uh thing in the in the final act it be they it, the movie kind of ends up at a house with all these characters and they're all running around and and hilarity ensues and i fucking loved this movie hmm. um i better loved than, francis, than francis ha. ha i think francis ha is better than this movie yeah. but i was thinking while i was watching it we had a bit of a disagreement on that um greg and i enjoyed that movie and casey was a little bit less on it if I remember correctly, and I was I, like, I really want to know how what Casey thinks of Mistress America, mm-hmm. yeah. because it tackles. I do love, I love Noah Baumbach, especially yeah. this period of Noah Baumbach. Oh, Ever he's so good right I've now. Been, I've been like totally yeah. like, into what he's doing, except for Francis Ha. I found it too uh, uh, self indulgent. And mm-hmm. I and I would I because this movie it's it's tackling kind of a, a similar thing, but but differently. Like her character, like some people say, oh maybe it's like Fran- as if the the character of francis has sort of grown up a few years but i i would think differently it's a very different kind of take on the same sort of person in a way mm-hmm. and yeah i thought all the performances are great and it's just it's fucking funny i laughed a lot sweet yeah no, and that's great it, I did, yeah i didn't hear from anyone about that movie i wasn't yeah. really sure it's good i liked yeah. it a lot no, it's I'm on glad. netflix watch it I, yeah. I, I really want to watch Francis Ha again because oh. I only saw it the once and was very turned off. By I love. I, I wonder if maybe yeah. uh, it's worth uh, another yeah. look. Yeah, check it out again. It's very Mistress America is very different, especially in its in its final act and ending. Mm-hmm. I found like Francis Ha has a very definitive like, especially visually like this is like st- there's something that happens at the end of the movie where like okay it all makes sense mm-hmm. to me anyway and and this movie is different and I'd like to know what you think. Alrighty, yeah. So it's on. It's on YouTube. Uh, not YouTube. It's mm-hmm. on Netflix. <laughs> uh, Mistress America. Yeah, I'd Mistress like to know what people out there think America. too. Curious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what? Uh, what have you been watching, Greg? Yeah, oh, Greg. What have you man. been watching? Is it hot in here? Or am I just terribly sunburned? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm all right. A little, little of both. I'm, yeah. I'm a little warm, but not. Uh, yeah, I'm not dying or anything. Not blisteringly red like <laughs> you're saying. <laughs> so hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think most of the heat is emanating <sighs> off of your neck. I'll keep you warm. <laughs> Um, 
Sorry, I'm, my brain hurts. Yeah. Uh, listen, I watched some stuff. Okay. I watched The Green Inferno. Ooh. Oh, why did you do that? Because I was curious and yeah. it was in front of me. I suppose I'm curious. Yeah. Eli I, it, Roth. It, just, it just popped up in front of me. It was very easy. And I'm like, there it is. Here's Eli Roth's take on the cannibal. Uh, yeah. Doing his own little ca- uh, cannibal <clears throat> holocaust kind of thing. Right. Uh and I was kind of, I, I don't know even know what I wanted out of it. I wasn't expecting a lot. And no. Man, I really enjoyed Cabin Fever. That's a good movie. But, I mean, yeah, there's there's kind of nothing else. No. Nope. Nothing I, else. I, I don't like the... <laughs> nothing. <laughs> don't like the uh, hostile films. Nope. They're uh, not fun. No. Um, yeah, and I don't know. Then he was like, I'm an actor for a while. And I was yeah. Like, oh, no. Um, anyway. Yeah, I wonder if uh, if Quentin Tarantino um, still returns his calls. <laughs> well, so I checked this out, and I was like, let's see what's up, and maybe <laughs> I can have a nice cannibal adventure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if the movie gets boring, I'll just go, <laughs> go on a little cannibal adventure. <laughs> That's right. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's some activist kids, and they're going to go out to make a difference in the world, and so they go into the, into the rainforest to change things to stop some... Uh, industry, yeah. and uh, then they get taken uh, captive by a, uh, a fictional uh, tribe and who are cannibals. And this movie sucks. <laughs> uh, it's just it's, okay. It's from the like the way that this movie was sold and presented, and it took a long time to come out because yeah. Uh, That's why I was very curious. Either like, is it, it was is too it like extreme, so fucking extreme, or that, it was just a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but it just it's like everything about it, like the way that he sold it. When I heard him on podcast, he was yeah. like, you know, like I'm really taking up taking them like this generation's all these slacktivists and people on Twitter arguing about the PC world. I'm taking these people down a notch. I'm gonna throw them in like a cannibal real world, like oh this shit hits the fan situation. It just seemed like. Grow up. <laughs> oh, God. Like, what if the people I didn't like were getting eaten by cannibals? Like, I don't know, man. You just well, seem to have a distaste for your characters. Yeah, this is the problem. Well, no one's likable. Yeah. No one's interesting. Uh, and no one's detestable. <laughs> They're just, it's all just so empty because there's nothing holding it together. And listen, I've seen the fucking cannibal movies, not yeah. all of them, but I've watched some cannibal films. Totally. And, like, they're fine. They're fun. And it's, they're fun because they're so, they seem. <laughs> They seem so completely devoid of traditional movie making. Yeah. Like, they're so... Like, it's so weird to see something that violent or <laughs> gross or something like, in a movie that is clearly not made by someone who knows how to make a movie. <laughs> and it's just like they had film and stuff, and they're like, we just need to film eating people. I don't care about the rest. Yeah. And maybe, he, maybe this is his problem, too. But it, it's too slick-looking and has this fucking smirking little message going on or non-message going on that just detracts from the whole thing. So you can't have fun because uh, there's no one to cheer for or even root against. There, you, you got your guy that you're supposed to hate the most, but it doesn't fucking matter. Um, and yeah, they cut some people up real aggressively. There's some violence in it that's of, of hostile level. Yeah. Um, but even now, I'm like that. I'm, it's, I, I can't even be as uh, turned off by it as I was and hostile because I'm like whatever I've seen this shit man like, yeah yeah whatever I know what this idiot's gonna do yeah uh, it, it was the same with knock knock who's there bad movie mm. <laughs> uh, it, it's just everybody's so flat and yeah it's like okay well I see what these people are doing and I see how this guy's reacting but I don't care about any mm-hmm. of them because you're not giving me anything to grab onto here yeah it's just a slick 
fucking hour and a half where you just skate through mediocrity. Yeah. I want to <laughs> talk about one scene in detail, though. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah, because I did, while I was watching it, I thought of you guys immediately, <laughs> which is very funny considering what I'm about to say next. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> okay, oh, so. God, are you going <laughs> to eat us? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... There's all these college kids are all uh, in a uh, cage. Okay. You know, in the village of these uh, of this tribe, um, like a bamboo yeah. you know, cage or whatever. And they're all freaking out and stuff like that. And they're, oh, my God, they're going to eat oh, us all. What are we going to do? Them. What do we come here for? Oh, my gosh. And these guys are fighting with each other. Like, why? <laughs> and then the ringleader dude is, uh, he just starts beating it. He starts masturbating. Oh, my God. Now, this is of when course. I thought of you guys. <laughs> Eli Roth. <laughs> oh. um, because I, it's... It is hot in here. I, <laughs> it's, uh, I was just like, fuck, fuck this movie. Yeah. And I thought of both of you and how you would react to watching this scene. It's, if you were in the room with me to go, ah! Because <laughs> he starts talking. They're all like, whoa, you're sick. What are you doing? Yeah. And, and he's still masturbating. He's like, you should probably be doing uh, the same thing, too. Uh, because uh, it We're releases stress and you yeah. need to be calm in this situation. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's so stupid. <laughs> you just wanted a guy to jerk off in a in cage. movie. You yeah. fucking psycho. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah, that I, sounds like a real Todd Solon's uh, <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and it just, like, that was, that. I think that's the... Uh, I think that's probably the central yeah moment of the film where it's just like this is if this isn't uh, if you don't if you like this or don't like this it'll decide your fate with this movie. But then, <laughs> I was just watching I'm like oh my god this movie what who is this guy Eli Roth what Fine. a maroon you know he's a he's a piece of shit maroon. the people who liked that movie were the people who would be like you know what. That's what I would do too. Yeah, I would jerk That's off exactly in that cage. That's what I'd be doing. Oh mm-hmm. man. Because it establishes dominance to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it's got clumsy dialogue. It has a terrible, terrible climax. Is anyone in it of note? No. No one. All right. <laughs> yeah, it just is a huge. Not even Ryder Strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, just a huge bummer. Yeah. In every way. I, I just not, I don't know. What Eli Roth can do from here? Uh, not make another horror movie. Well, yeah, no I don't know. Horror. Do something else. It, what he did, and he Try did something knock. Else. What, what he, is that him? That was after this. Yeah. Oh, right, that is his movie, yeah. isn't it? Knock, knock. Yeah, knock, knock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sir. Yeah, that is him. Yeah. yeah. So that's still some kind of like. That's not. Yeah, that's I'm not. I'm gonna even... get inside your head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah get out of here, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> You're go, not anywhere close to my jerk head. Jerk off somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No one's jerking off inside this cage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, go. I don't know what he has to do. No. I, no, I know. No more movies. Stop making yeah. movies. <laughs> Maybe and no more else producing. Altogether. He's got just enough money. Leave it alone for a while. Yeah. I, I just don't know. They're bad. They're really, really bad. Totally. Yeah. So, so bad. Um, I watched a horror movie this week. I'll really quickly just say uh, it had been like five or six years, I feel like, since I watched Suspiria. Mm, from 1977 oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and right from the opening of that movie it brought me back to when I saw it for the first time and was yeah. just like what you can do these what yeah. like in high school watching this like oh I like horror movies and slasher movies and then yeah. I watched Suspiria for the first time and was like what <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah, I, I think that, that movie meanders and it like a lot of those kind of mo- uh, movies it's it's not 
you know, there's parts of it where I'm like, well, this movie got boring for like 10 minutes, but yeah. it's always gorgeous. Yeah, well. And the dialogue is crazy hokey, and it's hilariously mm-hmm. bad overdubbing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but really bad. everything about that movie, the music, the, like, the first opening murder in that movie, I can't remember the last time that i felt that like unnerved and i've seen sure. this movie like three or four times oh, yeah, just like, yeah. oh why yeah, the music are, <laughs> 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 like, what the <laughs> what's uh do you have a favorite dario argento film um i would uh it's really hard it i don't hard. i don't know if i would pick suspiria but like most people if i was showing somebody Argento, I would probably pick Suspiria. Yeah, that's a good way to Opera look at it. Opera is pretty crazy. Yeah. Opera um, was my first, and it definitely, you know, got me interested. Yeah. I still I, quite like Opera. I've been meaning to watch a couple of his that I I've, that I haven't seen, like Four Flies on Grey Velvet. Uh-huh. I love Deep Red. Deep yeah. Red is really good. Yeah. Um, and then I've seen Inferno, which is good, but it, I, w- I don't know if I would rank it up there. I've actually never seen Tenebrae. So I want to watch that. Yeah, we talked about that at some point. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be really. I it's, mean, it's really great. He's got a lot of shit. It's not like <laughs> it's not that hard to figure out. Yeah, uh, what's going on in Tenebrae? Uh, but the yeah, there are some scenes. Yeah, there are some freaking scenes. Yeah, I've still got a couple of his major ones to. Yeah, I've never seen Bird with a Crystal Plumage, Cat on Nine Tails, mm. Phenomena with the Bugs. The, um, yeah. With, yeah. But I, I like opera. Those are all. Yeah. I mean, most of them. I've even if the ones that I've seen that I was like that was not great. I've been like, still, but it was gorgeous and crazy. Awesome. Yeah, weird. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was good. a horror movie that, that's was, awesome, that I liked. Man. Yeah, that's good. That's a great. Still movie. good. Casey, what have you been watching uh, outside of uh, Crave TV? Well, uh, not necessarily outside. Or of Crave TV. are on it. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, they. They've got a lot of great stuff on there. Uh, they have uh, Mr. Show on there. Nice. Oh so, my. And uh, and Myos really loved uh, with Bob and David. Nice. But he'd never seen Mr. Show, so I've been showing her that. Hence my uh, quote nice. today. Um, guess what? That's so great. <laughs> uh, I've been uh, catching up on Kroll Show because Kroll Show's on there too. Oh Sweet. man. Yeah. And uh, God damn it, Kroll Show is great, especially Wheels Ontario. Yeah. God damn it, it's so good. Uh, they really know very little about... Actually, they know a surprising amount about Canada. Yeah. Because every once in a while, there'll be a class scene, and they'll just be teaching something about Canada. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but I watched a movie. Okay. Uh, perhaps last night. Yes, okay. last night. Uh, I watched the movie Final Girls. Oh. oh. I've been interested in seeing this because it, in the horror community, it got a lot of divisive... Some people thought it was just great and hilarious, and some people just said they really don't get the slasher genre. Well, the so thing I want to know is, what you think. The thing is, I, I, I the don't cast think... cast is stacked. Yeah, it's a great cast. Thomas Middleditch. Uh, Thomas Middleditch, uh, Adam Devine, yeah. uh, Malin Ackerman, mm-hmm. um, uh, Tysa Farmiga, uh, oh, uh, and it's fucking, got a- um, uh, Angela Trimber from... Uh, 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 various things, but she's yeah. one of the pistol shrimps. Yes. So I was very happy to see her, and she's great. And it's got, um, like, a really, on paper, it has a great concept. It, it It is a great concept, and I think that the horror community needs to leave this movie alone because <laughs> it's not a horror movie. Yeah. Um, it's very much a, co- a fantasy comedy yeah. uh, within the context of... The horror world, it's it, it it's not trying to get the slasher. Well, it sort of is, and I, I can see how they're like, it doesn't get 
the, like, the, yeah. the you know the the it's making, nuances yeah. of the slasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's setting realm. it in a world that it doesn't understand because this is it's, what these movies are like. Or it's something. setting it in a world that's you know the very basic things that we know about yeah. slasher just movies. The like, yeah, the the people who have sex. Di- exactly. Yeah. Just the, the, that, the cliches kind not, of thing. That can be fine. Like, well, exactly. And that's not, not that, that's not the point of this. The point is these people stumble into a movie, uh, into a slasher movie, one of whom. Uh, knows the movie inside and out kind of thing yeah. and they have to survive within the movie um, and within that it has these lovely themes because um, one of the girls uh, her mother who died um, was one of the actresses yeah. in the movie oh. so she meets her mother but the mother is the character in the in the movie yeah. oh, so it's her it's her sort of there, there were I found myself every once in a while going Oh, I wish they had have done this. I wish they had have set this up and then done this. Yeah. But again, that's just me, you know, like directing yeah. my own movie in my head <laughs> because I really liked the concept and everything. Yeah. And it doesn't over-explain its um, conceit or it, no. It, it doesn't. It doesn't go like, well, this is how they got sucked into the movie or yeah. anything. It's just they they have to walk through the screen to get out of the theater and they accidentally walk into the movie. <laughs> that's all you know. That's all yeah. you need to know. Yeah, it's. It's very, very charming. Yeah. It's extremely charming. The script is pretty terrible. Um, I think the funniest parts are the kind of ad-libbed parts of uh, uh, with Thomas Middleditch and Adam Devine and people like that. But, uh, uh, oh, Ali Shawkat is yes. in it as well. Oh, um, sweet. Yeah, man. It is, it's so, so likable uh, for, for most of the time. Every yeah. once in a while, I'd be like, well, this is a very clunky scene, and I don't mm-hmm. need to know this about this character, and this character is very wooden, and I don't care about them. But yeah, for the most part, it's just a really, really sweet movie. Yeah, nice. oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to watch that then. I would, I would, definitely. I would definitely suggest it. Yeah, don't go in expecting like the craziest, yeah. awesomest movie in the world. Just expect to turn it off and go. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Greg, did you watch anything nice? Yeah, Dan, I did. Oh, what? I watched. Guys, uh, stop fighting. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan, I love you. <laughs> I watched Darkman again. Oh, yeah. that's nice. I haven't seen Darkman in a long time. Uh, Athena hadn't has never seen Darkman, so oh, we man. watched that. I should see if Emma's seen Darkman. I want to watch that. Look, yeah, Darkman's <laughs> great. Um, I, and every time I watch Darkman, uh, I kind of think about the trivia I know about it or whatever. And I, I saw it in theaters, and I've seen it like a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, I used to own Darkman 3, Die, Darkman, Die. I saw that <laughs> movie. Uh, I remember renting it. <laughs> yeah. Just, is that the one where Arnold Vosloo is He's the... in b- both sequels. It's him. Yeah. Oh, he's in the se- he's the second one, too? Yeah. It's yeah. the one, Die, Darkman, Die is the one where Ted Raimi comes up out of a uh, sewer and gets his head knocked off by no. a car. Yeah. No, that's first Darkman. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, oh, yeah. somebody gets that done to them in the second one, then. Yeah, uh, second or one, the third, or the third or one, Jeff Fahey is the bad guy. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Jeff Fahey is fucking fantastic in Darkman 3. <laughs> I genuinely like Jeff Fahey. <laughs> but, yeah. I think he's great. He's very good. Uh, um, so, uh, Darkman, uh, Sam Raimi, uh, his first not Evil Dead movie, right? Mm, I think so. Or like, no, because he did well, Crime, Crime Wave. Wave. Yeah. Right. Which this was, it, was, it was kind of his first big, big, big Yeah, it was his first studio, studio picture, yeah. backed film. <clears throat> and he wanted Bruce Campbell to play Darkman. Yeah. But the studio was like, no, no. Uh, and they all, apparently they were really close to casting Bill Paxton, but then went with Liam Neeson. 
Um, and I think Liam Neeson is terrific in this movie. Yeah, I think he's great. Uh, he's so great uh, as Dr. Westlake. Super good. But I always am like, ah, oh, man, if this was a Bruce Campbell joint. Yeah, it would have been sweet. <laughs> and then I was thinking about it I was watching this time. I'm like, because it's, it's, fuck, it's Sam Raimi. It's Ted Raimi. Uh, it's, uh, you know, Rob Tappert's producing. Yeah. Like, it's the whole gang. Totally. But imagine you and all your friends are doing something, and then someone else comes over and goes, yeah, but Casey, you can't play. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Bruce Campbell just can't be there for this big fucking thing they do, which is just a huge bummer, you know? Yeah, it totally is. But I would understand. I'm not very good. <laughs> uh, I, that I always, I don't know. I think about weird stuff like that when I watch these movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be a total bummer. Yeah. And, and like, them having to tell him, hey, we're all going to go do this thing. You hang back. Yeah. They don't think you're very good. <laughs> which is fucking ridiculous yeah. because he would have been so perfect. Oh, man. He would have been fucking amazing. Um, again, Liam Neeson is great uh, as Darkman. Um, he is. And uh, fucking Larry Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Durant. Oh, I was so sad when uh, he uh, yeah. when Passed he died away. quite recently. Yeah, because recently. I used to really enjoy L.A. Law. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's watching the hell out of oh, L.A. Yeah. Law. And, and then, and then of course, Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles. And, uh, yeah. Dr. Giggles is severely underrated. I agree. That's fucking great. If it's you, got Dougie Doug in yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> if you watch that movie, I watched it recently because I was thinking about like suggesting it for Video Vengeance. Right. And if you watch that movie as like a uh, sort of EC or Dark Horse kind of like weird sort of anti super villain superhero yeah. kind of movie, like it has like an origin story. Oh and yeah, the way that movie plays out, it's a slasher, but it also has this kind of crazy comic book thing going on. Oh, it's bananas! Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it came at the time like when the slashers were really going down in flames, and it was kind of the last one of that era. Um, yeah, and it's like so uh, he he has uh, I think like. Two catchphrases per kill. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get these in here. But they're all so good. That, that is a very watchable a movie, movie that I think either people have forgotten about or never saw in the first place. I yeah. think a lot of people like it as a punchline because it's called Dr. Giggles. Totally. But, <laughs> but otherwise, but they don't get how fucking great it is. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It looks good. The kills are yeah. great. And yeah. the one-liners are fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah know, that it, it should have been a franchise thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, watch Dr. Giggles. Fun. And watch Darkman. Very cool. Yeah. What I really like about Darkman is it has a very strong uh, character arc. You have your very identified three chapters yeah. of, uh, of the man's mind and soul. Uh, and what I really dig, though, is when he goes off, when Darkman goes off, because they talk about what's happened you know, uh, with his, his nervous system and he doesn't feel pain. Um, but he also has like uh, like psychotic episodes, yeah. which gives him he's a little bit stronger. But he has like uncontrollable rage and shit like that. But part of it is mixed with like he's losing his mind because of all this shit. Because when he does that to uh, to Ted Raimi, when he sticks his head yes. up and gets him fucking wiped out, it's because he's he's asking him for. Uh, for information about Durant. Yeah. And Ted Raimi's like, oh, his name is this. This is where he does his work. I, I told you everything. And Darkman's like, I know you did, but let's pretend you didn't. Yeah. And then just fucking kills him. It's like, holy fuck, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So when Sam Raimi makes a fucking comic book movie, because they wouldn't let him do Batman. I think he petitioned for Batman. He also tried to get the shadow, and they were like, no, no. And he's like, fine, I'll just write my own. Yeah. And he was like, this is, I think, how this would be more likely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The person's probably insane, and they will kill people. Yeah. You can't go take down the mob 
mob without killing some people. Right. You know? And uh, at the end, too, he's like, he, he just, he drops the, the, he has every, every other hero movie would have him saving the dude or not doing it. And he then, you know, accidentally he gets killed or something like that. Darkman's just like, nope, I'm dropping you off this building. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm learning to live with the fact that I murder people now. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm so all right great. with me now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, it's a good fucking movie, Darkman. And of course, it looks amazing. And oh, I, it looks fucking beautiful. The scene when he's trying to win the elephant. Yeah, uh, it could not be more. If you were making a sketch about Sam Raimi movies, <laughs> yeah. you would make that scene. That whole thing is like one of my all-time favorite ninety seconds in film. Yeah, <laughs> holy fuck. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's a that's a hell of a picture. <laughs> yep. It's a good time. Um, for those of you who have already gone and commented on like the the post for this or the Facebook post or whatever, go delete your uh, posts because I remembered I needed to come up with the name of that uh, comic book artist. Charles Burns did Black Hole. Ah. Uh, so go get Black Hole by Charles Burns. It's great. Now yeah. go delete your... I'm sure because I forgot to go back. Somebody was like, actually. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys, have either of you seen Band of the Hand? From no, 1986. But I, I saw that on your letterbox oh. or whatever, and I was like, <laughs> "What movie did you watch?" I, yeah, I started that. Uh, a I found it on YouTube. Yeah, and I was about to watch it, but I was like, "I'm no, I know I'm going to fall asleep." Yeah, and, and I it's, had the mental note of like, "I need to watch this and tell yeah. Dan Gorman I did." Um, <laughs> so this is a movie that Michael Mann produced yeah. in 1986. It was originally supposed to be a pilot for a TV show that never ended up happening. So they like turned it into a movie and filmed a bunch of other stuff that yeah. like was able to get it in our rating because it there's like some violence and shit in this that and you wouldn't be able to get on tv band of the hand and there's a reason for it um, i would hope so <laughs> but it's basically about like all of these criminals get thrown in jail and then they get taken out of jail and thrown into the woods with this survivalist guy who's gonna train them so the first third of the movie is like these gang, these two gang members, and like a kid that killed his dad because he was beating on his mom, and all these like super eighties archetypes, stereotypical, over the top characters, and they're all trying to like work together in the woods and like figure out how to hunt for fish and shit. With the idea that then they're going to be let loose in the city so that they can be this you know a team kind of thing mm. <laughs> it's like ridiculous but the first oh, that sounds pretty the first third if you of the have mo- a problem and no one can help maybe yeah. you can call these hoodlums who can fish well yeah maybe, yeah, maybe you call you band of the hand band of the hand <laughs> um and then the movie becomes like oh we got to get them back now like 45 minutes in and then for some reason the band of the hand just decides they're gonna like pick a crack house and kick everybody else out of the house so that could be their home base and they spend like 20 minutes just painting a house in this movie <laughs> oh does it, it gets like a revenge of the nerds uh, house cleanup montage they're like we're out of here and then <laughs> and they put cameras in the girls house. <laughs> and then I Lawrence all night looking at vagina uh-huh. Lawrence Fishburne shows up and this and like they're encroaching on this like gang's territory and Lawrence Fishburne's like ah, I'm not gonna let this happen and and then, like, at finally an hour and a half into this movie, it becomes sort of an action movie where they got to, like, blow a bunch of stuff up. It, I, I can't recommend this, but to people like Greg, you will find some pretty ridiculous stuff in this movie. Yeah. It's watchable throughout, but you're like, this is eight different movies that you've tried <laughs> to cobble together into one, and two of them are boring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yep. only two. I like yeah. those odds. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch that. 
It's just it's a ridiculous it's a ridiculous uh, movie. Terrific. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Um. Yeah. 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 Um. Make a wish. Make a wish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. All right. What? <laughs> Come on. Spit it out. <laughs> I rewatched Neighbors. Okay. Uh. Because okay. Athena hadn't seen that. And uh, we wanted to watch two based on Casey's review. Yeah. yeah. So we watched the first one uh, together. And uh, that movie was much more entertaining on a second go than I was expecting it to be. Sweet. It's a lot of fun. Hey, I, I quite like Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Um, yeah, I laughed a number of times. I enjoyed that movie much more the second time than I did the first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we watched uh, Neighbors 2. Which I also thoroughly enjoyed. It's really what great. What a nice time. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah what, but I really took away from watching those movies uh, two nights in a row. Um, I think Rose Byrne is the best thing about them. She's phenomenal. Oh, man, is she good. Yeah. She's really funny. They actually, if there's a fault with those movies, which there are a few, yeah. uh, they don't give her enough to do. No, it's true. She um, is in on the action, which is great, but she she kind of should be the vocal point. And yeah. I really enjoy, like, I enjoy Seth Rogen, but uh, yeah, no, and he's ter- he's doing his thing very well yeah. in this movie, both of them. Yeah. And yeah, you're totally right, man. Fucking Zach Heffron is great. He's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mind blowing. I'm like kind of like rooting for that guy now. Like, get out there, kiddo, do some stuff. Totally. I think you probably got something in it. Yeah, uh, I and, seem and to remember me- people liking that Seventeen Again movie. Where uh, he was like, yeah, I was him and Matthew Perry. Or yeah, the body switch one. Yeah, and like, people, the, like vice versa. I seem to remember when that came out. People were like, "This movie, you know, say what you will about the movie, but he's very funny." And kind of he carried it. Huh. I remember that was the first time I was aware of people saying, "He no, no, he's funny." Yeah, no, he's That's funny. Great. He's got great charisma. He's a uh, yeah, he's and pretty again, good. The uh, the the continuation of the airbag. Uh, yeah, very uh, good. Scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh my god, <laughs> fucking beautiful. Yeah. And uh, more Ike Barinholtzen movies, please. Yeah, he's just always great. Yeah. Car- uh, Carla, Ga- Carla Gallo, yeah, I think her name is. Uh, she's fucking great too. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a nice time at the pictures. It's a wonderful picture. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun with it. Yeah, it's a, it's light fair. It's not something like you know we're going to be going down uh, in the the history of great comedies. Yeah. bringing these movies at up, all. but but it but, doesn't need to be. It's like I love you, man. It's like oh, that was a fun movie to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. A little, uh, little tie-in, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, two neighbors, two. Um, I watched uh, uh, Gerard Carmichael's um, stand-up. I cannot remember what it's called. It was directed by Spike Lee. Oh, um, it's just him at the. Oh, it's it's uh, uh, Love at the Store or something like that. Okay. I think it's called because it's all filmed at the Comedy Store. Um, and uh, Gerard Carmichael is fucking great. I I don't think that this is his big pinnacle show. I think yeah. this is the ramp up. Okay. I think the next couple shows, he's going to fucking absolutely kill it. I just think he's a little young right now. Yeah. Yeah. His observations are great, and where he chooses to go is fucking great because he's completely unapologetic. He just doesn't have all of his thoughts together quite okay. yet. Uh, but I think his next... Two uh, stand-up specials. He will rival like the the, the biggest people going today. Okay, yeah. sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah, just fucking great. Speaking yeah. of Spike Lee, uh-huh. um, <laughs> did you see Chai Rock? No, I've been dying to. Yeah, me too. It's I supposed really want to be see it. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. No, I've been playing a lot of video games lately. Yeah. Um, and I subscribe to PS Plus, which is like you pay seventy bucks 
uh, for a year and every month you get two free games. Uh-huh. So it's like super worth it. But right. uh, this month, one of the games is NBA 2K16, like whatever oh, the most man, recent NBA game is. Games. Yeah. yeah, and I haven't played a, a basketball game in years, so super fun for me. But yeah. this year is the first year that they've done a career mode where it's like a story. Oh, And sure. it's called Live and Dad Dream. <laughs> and, and it's a Spike Lee joint. Oh, and God. so it opens with like these these um, like actors. So it's like got cutscenes and shit. Yeah, and it's like you play like a kid who really wants in on basketball, and you start. It's almost like hoop dreams. It's yeah, like you start playing like in the like call in like the high sc- real good high school leagues and stuff, and you're gonna work your way up and live the dream. But it opens with Spike like a Spike Lee thing where these these uh, the the actors that provided the. Uh, motion capture are hanging out in their motion capture suits and look all weird and they're like <laughs> talking and then Spike Lee comes in and he's like cut oh that was terrible and then he turns to the camera and he's like this year we have been decided to do a different thing from <laughs> and he's like totally you can't see he's me at home but I'm, I'm moving my head left and right he's like uh, here at EA we wanted to do a d- different kind of thing with the story mode uh-huh. and then he goes Shazam! And then he turns into, like, like video game <laughs> Spike Lee. Oh, my oh God. God. He's like, welcome to my world now, or something. And it is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and every time a, a, a cutscene comes up, I'm like, this is literally some of the worst storytelling in video games that I've ever seen. Wow. Um, and I want it to be good because I love the idea of your career mode being, like, this sort of realistic take on like hoop dreams what it means you know because there is a lot of stuff outside of the game that you outside of the basketball stuff that you like you like you get letters from colleges and then you have like meetings with those people and stuff so it's like really in-depth but it's just really embarrassing for that stuff oh my god but i just you talking about that shazam welcome to my world (laughs) weird 3d spike lee world (laughs) thing i will say about spike lee he is not afraid to fail (laughs) (laughs) he will get it done yeah anyway that was yeah video game corner all right (laughs) is that it then we getting into film roulette no i have a question what casey did you watch the story of ricky nope you're a piece you of shit. You fucking know, bastard. right? What's wrong with you? I Did only you have to ever... watch Transformers again or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I chose to. Uh, no, I just, I haven't really been able to watch a lot of, uh, like, I've just been watching a lot of TV here yeah. and there and tending to my uh, pregnant wife. So, uh, yeah. I'm hiding Don't behind. use your I'm wife as an excuse. You're uh, terrible. No, you watched no. all of these things. It's yeah. the same as that, but the the <laughs> well, it's because like everything that I watched was episodic. So, um, uh, so don't watch three of them next time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I suppose, and she falls asleep like during the first one, so <laughs> yeah. I switch it over. Quite easily have watched it. She'll right. wake up to like ultra violence, <laughs> like on oh, this crazy kung fu movie. Yeah, well, what that's the, the thing. Like we've we've been watching a lot of this stuff in bed, and and. B has been in bed with us a lot of time, so I like you know I don't want to be watching it with B in the room. So uh-huh. all right, by next week, yeah, <laughs> watch that fucking movie. I will. Yeah, I will watch uh, the story of Ricky. Yeah, yeah. I came very close this week to watching Platoon. I think I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm going to continue down my uh, little. I didn't like Wall Street. I'll see what some of the other movies uh, Scott did that I yeah. that I'm not 100 sure. Not Ridley Scott. Oh yeah, no, Oliver Stone. <laughs> Stone, always do it. Yeah. I don't know why. That's really They're weird. Nothing alike. Nothing alike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except yeah. the '80s thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Late '70s, '80s thing. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. right. Are we getting into film roulette? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good this week. It was winner's choice, so the two high rollers got to go see whatever they wanted. And the loser has to go see something that we have picked as the punishment film. It could be a movie in theaters. It could be a thematically linked film on Netflix this week. It was in theaters and it was Warcraft, the uh, new film based on Warcraft by Duncan Jones. The loser, though, uh, gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, I was the loser, and I made these guys listen to an album by Good Charlotte. We will review that, review some movies, and roll for movies next week. And that's how you play the game. This week, it was Winner's Choice. Who wants to go first for Winner's Choice? I caught a flick. Um, and, Casey, you caught a flick? I sure did catch a flick. Who uh, catch a flick? Catch a I, flick? I don't have that much to say about mine, so I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I did... Much like everyone was expecting me to do, watch Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles too. <laughs> Did you? Oh, man. <laughs> I almost went and saw it. I was thinking about it. Let me tell you something about that movie. Uh-huh. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wait. Let me get it up on IMDb so we can go through this thing. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the full title of this? Uh, Out of the Shadows? Out of the Shadows and... Into our hearts. <laughs> <of the universe. laughs> uh, yeah, out of the shadows. So this also stars Megan Fox and Will Arnett, much like the first one. Yeah. Um, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, directed by Dave Green. Uh, this movie's getting 40 on Metascore, Metascore right now. Uh, yep. As sh- well, I, I completely understand that 40. Yeah. As Shredder joins forces with mad scientists Baxter Stockman and henchmen Bebop and Rocksteady, finally, to take over the world, the Turtles must confront an even greater nemesis, the notorious Krang. So, uh, by all accounts, from the way that they have plotted this film out, it sounds like um, this is the movie that you would expect from Ninja Turtles. We got Krang, we got Bebop, yeah, we got Rocksteady. Yeah, it's the movie I expected from Ninja Turtles. The last one. In 1988. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe it took this long. Yeah. And let me tell you something. They fucking deliver. Yeah. Did you guys watch the cartoon? Yeah, I did. I watched the hell out of the cartoon. Yeah. This was uh, an hour and 40-some-odd minutes 
of the car. It's the live action cartoon. Yeah, it's amazing. Good. Yeah, it's it's a crap movie. Basically, sure. it's but... not a very good cartoon. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, I was, was going to say, yeah, I watch that cartoon all the time, and then the last time I saw like clips from it, I was remembering, oh, this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not very good. And so this is just a reboot of that, and it just does that perfectly, and it gives you like the turtles are on screen all the time, and they're fucking awesome. Michelangelo is always my favorite turtle because he was like a wisecracking part of dude. Yeah, and of he's course. totally that in this, and he's really funny. Right, on. like they awesome. have some great lines for him. He's very. Who is your favorite turtle, Dan? He also Michelangelo. Also, yeah. Michelangelo. obviously, yeah, the surfer dude. Also a party dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Okay, but there was one huge disappointment. For some reason, I thought Fred Armisen was the voice of Krang. Krang yeah. looks fucking awesome, by the yeah, way. Yeah, right. Totally fucking awesome. And then how disappointed was I to learn that it was voiced by Brad Garrett. Oh. And he's terrible. Is Fred Armisen just not involved in this movie at all then? We just got it completely wrong. I guess I, yeah, I must have just got it completely <laughs> wrong. I must have heard wrong or something. But he's anyway. t- is he doing the thing? The... <laughs> Uh, he's trying to do his own thing and it sort of resembles sort of but it's awful it's Mm. like ah Brad Garrett you're not good at anything um (laughs) So that was a real disappointment because Krang looked so good, and I wanted him yeah. to have like his, the crazy Krang voice. Yeah, but he didn't. He was fucking Brad Garrett. Bullshit. <laughs> I would rather have Doris Roberts. Uh, May she rest <laughs> in peace. Um, but uh, but other than that, man, it's just you know it's a real thrill ride. Yeah, it's like guess what? Now they're up on a plane. And now they're fighting Bebop and Rocksteady, <laughs> who are fucking great, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, and they're. Uh, you know they're they're fighting on a plane and then they just destroy the plane in midair yeah. and they all kind of go crashing down into a river and now they're in the yeah. river and now they're like, like fighting the rapids the, while they're fighting the old script uh, complex totally. and then they're in the river and then he fell off my desk and now he's in the jungle and yeah. now he's fighting GI Joe for some reason because <laughs> so, I had that toy because, in my room yeah exactly because I just saw that GI Joe yeah. was in the corner um, but it is that but it's fucking great yeah and, and there's like there's little plot points here and there uh tyler perry is is yeah. pretty bad because he's trying desperately to ham it up you know how he was great in gone girl because yes. he was actually quite hammy but he thought he was acting yeah, um, <laughs> yeah sure. and that's why he was great in this he's trying to be hammy so it's like whoa rain it in mm-hmm. um but yeah. uh, but you know how, he'll, how he'll get this, great how is this movie um because i'm thinking as I hear this, yeah, you know, we need movies like this. Obviously, they're not going to be like a critical smash, but this just sounds like the cartoony movie that I expected. Yeah. But, I, but I know that it looks like a Michael Bay picture. It has that Platinum Dunes thing. Absolutely. And it's Megan very Fox greasy. is back. Megan Fox is back. Will and, Arnett is back. And, and neither one like of them weird, have any consequence yeah. Um The Arrow... You know the Arrow, the TV show. Yeah. yeah, the guy who plays the Arrow, I guess Stephen Amell is his name. Yeah. Okay, he plays Casey Jones. I heard again. He was, is he bad or is he good? He's not bad. He's just not not, uh, not great. Are like his he's... eyebrows weird? <laughs> what? Are his eyebrows weird? Was your question? Uh, I gotta tell you, I totally forgot <laughs> to, to look at his eyebrows. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Craig. I will check out. I should have. <laughs> yeah. Totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, he was a guest. <laughs> he was a guest uh, as Arrow on an episode of uh, The Flash, which I watch occasionally. All right, and I was like, "What's 
What's with his eyebrows? <laughs> That's what I thought. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, if somebody's got weird eyebrows, that is what you'd think of. <laughs> Listeners, please email us at info at modernspirit.com. What do you think of the Flash or the like, Arrow's eyebrows? What do you think of his? Uh, hell, <laughs> let us know what you think of your own eyebrows. Yeah. We're good. Um, yeah, like, it, like, would this movie have benefited if it had less of that going on? Or is it just the, what, fine the as eyebrows? It is? Or yeah, the no, eyebrows. It, 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 it just it didn't matter. Like the, yeah. the Ninja Turtles were fun because they were the Ninja Turtles. You yeah. know, like and because uh, I feel like if they were going back to get it right, like did we really need Will Ar- like Will Arnett to come back? Not at all. And he's he like they kind of make a point of him being. You know, like, he's, like, the big hero at the yeah. end of the first one, even though he's not the one who saved the city, but he's, like, you know, soaking in the attention yeah. and stuff like that. But, again, he might as well not be there, and he's not that great in this movie. But, again, the humans aren't... The point. That, right. the What's point. going on? Shredder's kind of disappointing because he's just a dude. He puts the, the helmet on at the end kind of thing, and it's like, oh, now he looks more like Shredder, but... You know, who fucking cares? Because the Ninja Turtles are awesome. Bebop. 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 You're confused because he's wearing Reeboks. He's wearing Reeboks. <laughs> he's wearing Reeboks. Uh, um, Bebop and Rocksteady are fucking super dope. Dean Winter shows up uh, in a very small role. And I was cool. like, what's he doing here? Um, but man, it's just, it's a lot of fun and it ends on like, so basically Krang and Shredder are trying to bring this huge, uh, ship into our dimension mm-hmm. to take over the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they figured out a way to do it kind of piece by piece. So the ship is sort of building itself and that all looks super cool. And the big final, uh, uh, blowout kind of thing happens on this big ship and it's, uh, it's fucking, it all looks really great. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's Sweet. so dumb, so bad. It it deserves the forty percent it got. Yeah, sure. but I had a great fucking. Time. I will watch it on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, also, I just want to let you know that uh, Scott uh, Hudson Riley, yeah. father of two, yeah, has yes. not only watched the story of Ricky but Stone Cold as well. Woo! Baby, best listener ever, yeah. yeah, and best friend ever. So get your shit together, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, good <laughs> for you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> amazing, yeah. Uh, um, all well, right, two kids too. Just one of them's on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I watched a movie this week. I think maybe uh, in the coming week I'll end up watching that Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, but uh-huh. um, I hope you do. This week I watched a film that I've been meaning to check out for a while. It had amazing trailers. Ama- this movie had one of the best um, ad campaigns, I feel like, in a while. I dug all the posters, all the trailers. High Rise, uh, directed by Ben Wheatley. Oh, yeah, it boy. really did have a good ad campaign. Um, yeah. All those posters where it's like the car and the guy is falling off the, the building reflection. in the reflection, yeah, and, and the trailers were all super yeah, dope. Yeah. So I really wanted to see this. Directed by Ben Wheatley. I don't know if his eyebrows are weird. I'll look into that. <laughs> um, starring Tom Hiddleston, Sienna Miller, Jeremy Irons, Luke Evans, Elizabeth Moss. Tons of people in this movie. Um, Elizabeth Moss. I love her. Yeah. Who's Luke Evans? Uh, you would know Is him. it Lou Kevins? No. <laughs> Luke Kevins. Okay. Uh, I just clicked on him. Let's see what happens. Uh, oh, he's in the... He's in Fast and Furious 6 and 7. Uh, he was in two of the Hobbit movies uh, and a ton of other stuff. I don't... I, I know he is a thing. I just don't can't picture his face. All right. Well, good for him. Um, 
So High Rise uh, is described as Dr. Robert Lang is the newest resident of a luxurious, luxurious apartment in high tech in a high tech concrete skyscraper whose lofty location places him amongst the upper class. Um, life seems like paradise. But as power outages become more frequent and building flaws emerge, particularly on the lower floors, the regimented social strata begins to crumble and the building becomes a battlefield in a literal class war. Hmm. Um, I it saw... sounds like it could be shockingly obvious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw Wheatley's previous movie, A Field in England, which was really out there. Black and white movie um, had, um, uh, what are they called, uh, tableaus in them. Where all of a sudden the movie was just a tableau for a few seconds. Yeah. Um, and I actually have not seen Sightseers or Kill List. But uh, he, Wheatley has proved to be a very divisive yes. filmmaker. Some people hate his stuff and some people really like it. Um, and I went into this movie only having really seen one of his most diff- like I get I would probably say his from what I can hear his most difficult movie just a straight up art house trip out. <laughs> and so I was expecting this movie to be a little bit more like that. Um, but in the end, I thought this movie was okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I would be really interested on your guys' takes for this movie because... So the way it's described in that synopsis I just said makes it seem like there's a more of a progression than I... than I Like, I would have liked more Sounds of a Sounds like it would be a pretty clear progression. Like, the, the the thing about this movie is I was so on board for the first... At least 45 minutes, close to an hour, when nothing has gone wrong yet, but we're being introduced to him and all these crazy characters and the hints of things to come. And you know that this movie is going to kind of become unhinged at some point. But the it, it's in the transition between things just being askew and kind of going wrong to <laughs> sort of going full on wild just didn't do it for me. I felt like... Like, there's these power outages, and in that description it says, like, increasing power outages. But it's like, there's one or two, and then they're like, the people on the lower levels, which are like the lower class, are like, we can't deal with the power, we can't even boil water, and all this stuff. And and it it all happens so, like, whoa, 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 like, it'd be an inconvenience for a while, and that, and, but this movie, for a movie that's near two hours, it just, the things that you, that I thought it would spend time on plot-wise, it wasn't spending time on. But that said... There is a lot of fucking cool, interesting, thought-provoking shit going on here. It's just also alongside, like, too much boring stuff and too much uneven, not really driving the plot anywhere stuff. And then also, as Casey said, some really obvious heavy hand. Okay, like, the upper-class people all, like, dress in like Victorian like kind of garb yeah, and it's yeah. sort of like oh you know because they're the upper class and they they invite him to a party and he shows up like a madman like in like a suit decked out with like a bottle of wine and his cigar cigars or whatever and they laugh him out of the out of the party because he's so like <laughs> he thinks he's he thinks he's classy in his suit what a maroon yeah and <laughs> some of that stuff is a little like all right Wheatley I'm trying to get that to stick this I'm yeah sure enjoying oh, myself. it's really good or yeah. maybe some of that stuff is not so much all right Wheatley it's all right J.G. Ballard the writer of the original from the 70s or whenever that book was written right. like there there's a lot of stuff going on here that I thought was really cool it's fucking gorgeous the soundtrack is phenomenal 
Um, Anyone and, notable do the soundtrack? Uh, well, Portishead does an amazing cover of an ABBA song, SOS, that is just, like, great. Um, please tell me it's not, because that's, like, a fun bubblegum pop song. Uh, please tell me it's not one of those stark versions. It is, of, uh, but it's great. It's I really good. I, I don't get Portishead. It doesn't, fe- really it doesn't feel like that kind of it, di- it didn't feel like to me like that it was oh we just put this here it felt right for the movie yeah i, I guess i could see that contextually yeah it could be um but i don't know who did the soundtrack but it's got like a really cool soundtrack uh that kind of synthy thing going on and 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 yeah like there's a lot of really striking stuff the photography's fantastic uh tom hiddleston's great sienna miller's amazing uh jeremy irons is fantastic and there's some really funny parts like it has like some really funny sort of humor and 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 british really dry stuff like stuff that it it's not smack you over the head funny but i just left the i left thinking like all right there was stuff in there that i loved and a lot of stuff i didn't and i i really don't know how to parse through it and yeah. i don't know if that was the point like it seems like that that's part of the movie like the movie is so anarchic and like crazy in moments that it's almost designed that way, much like the building. And, uh, yeah, I just, I wanted it to be more of the movie, I guess, I wanted it to be, like you said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Year to year, year. I was sitting there being like, ah, you should have done it differently. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's definitely worth looking into, if not just only for the production design. Because, um, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's gorgeously lensed. I definitely wanted to see it when I saw the, the yeah. trailer for it. I was like, I'm fucking in. I want to know what you guys think. If you guys, I feel like there's a point in this movie where it's it, you you expect a movie like this to get more interesting the crazier things get. Mm-hmm. But it was the exact opposite for me. Yeah, and and I was very confused because that's usually usually when the movie gets wilder or more arty or or more weird and and violent and stuff you think oh this is now it's getting interesting but for me it was just being introduced to the space and and all the characters was when i was really digging it so i'd like to know what people think of of that yeah yeah Yeah. but most uh more than anything else i want to know um greg you saw a movie this this week yeah you saw yeah, Warcraft. You saw a, D- a Duncan Jones movie. <laughs> I did. Who has a Duncan uh, Jones film? A Duncan Jones joint. Yeah, which I hear is a spiritual successor to Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Jones, he did Moon, um, Source Code, yeah, uh, and 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 has kind of made these very interesting movies that all have kind of little twists and and are yeah. sort of genre fare done with a with a cool little eye. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Moon, sorry to just cut it. Do you guys hear that they're making more of those? No. Like they're. I think I feel like somebody said that they've got like two sequels that really that are in the mix. Is yeah. he making them? Uh, yeah, I suppose that'd be cool. Hmm. Anywho, um, I love that. Yeah. Love so that Duncan movie. Yeah, Duncan Jones movie. Warcraft 2016: Two Worlds, One Home. The peaceful realm of Azeroth stands on the brink of war as its civilization fe- faces a fearsome race of invaders orc warriors fleeing their dying home to colonize another from opposing sides two heroes set on a collision course that will decide the fate of their family their people and their home this movie did not great here but did bananas box office in china Mm -hmm. um and which i listened to the, the most recent episode of mamo and they poised the question if maybe that was the intent all along is this movie they hadn't seen it at the time, but is this movie yeah. designed for that audience instead of North America? A lot of these things are, or they'll add 
a lot of flair yeah. to our action films to try and uh, appeal to an overseas audience. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're this is the uh, the newest film in a long tradition of very successful, yeah. well-made films based on video games. Totally. Which they're this is a surprisingly long list. Yeah. Even more shocking in how bad it is. Yeah. I, I was just looking at a list of video games turned into films. Yeah. And it's... We all know there aren't any. Good I was ones. looking at that, and on the Wikipedia, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, it has movies that have video games involved in the plot. Yeah, and a lot of those, yeah, not, not good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, but there are some good. Oh yeah, yeah, some good, some good. If there, even if there was one, it would be so many more <laughs> than the based on. Yeah, fair. Uh, <clears throat> it's hard. I. It's really hard. I. I. And I'm not sure what it roots from. Like with Super Mario Brothers, it's just. It just it isn't the the game at all. Many things named the same things, and a lot of craziness. And then you have something like uh, like Silent Hill and Resident Evil, which are all very direct, but the story isn't super compelling in those games. It's and those, the way you interact with yeah. it when you're playing it, and you're trying to those two think movies your way through it. You are know? maybe even arguably probably the best. Some of them yeah. were successful because at least elements of them work. Yeah, like the first Resident Evil. It's pretty fun. Stupid. He's really like, stupid. But it's and watchable. it looks like dog yeah. shit. And, and Silent Hill, <laughs> like, go back to yeah. that, dog shit. Silent Hill has some really, really bad stuff in it, but, yeah. like, yeah, they got some of the atmosphere. Uh, kind of successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know. They're just, there's some, they're, it's just lost in translation how to get that visceral experience across to a film that you can get from a very good video game. I'm not a big gamer by any means. Yeah. Um, I have had very... Intense relationships with some games, though. Silent Hill was one of them. Yeah, I went fucking yeah. bananas for that. That game's so good. Yeah. So good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Warcraft. I don't know anything about Warcraft except for those <laughs> commercials from a few years ago. Yeah. That's all I really remember. With the like, celebrities. Yeah, being like, like, the Mr. War. T yeah. commercials about the only one I can really think of. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was very disappointed to see that Mr. T was in this movie. Jamie Lee Curtis is a big uh, fan Oh yeah, of a lot of nerdy things, and she she dressed up in cosplay for the. Uh... Yeah, is she in this movie no. or is she no. just no. an idiot? <laughs> no, she just is. She's she's a huge nerd. She's a big big fan of a lot of uh, nerdy stuff. Well, then I take super it back. into video she's games. Awesome. Yeah, uh, just showed up at Warcraft's premiere, dressed up, painted up like an orc. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty sweet. So, now, what I gathered from those commercials was there was like it's crazy world full of like so many different. Things that you could be, yeah. and mixtures and of other types and stuff like that, and like like endless possibilities. And this movie was like, no, 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 yeah. just these two. Yeah, well, <laughs> so the original Warcraft. Here's my nerd moment. Yeah. Actually, uh, Warcrafts <laughs> one through three were orcs versus humans. Uh huh. Um, and then World of Warcraft was like anything wild, animals and crazy right. shit. And but the fir- at least the first one or two was just like just pick this? your side, orcs or humans. Oh, yeah, I see. That makes more sense then. Anyway, but well, so that's- I think that's Duncan Jones was trying to do right. Like I'm gonna go to the origins yeah. of the story. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, well, either way. So I mean, what this thing has to do though. Ultimately, I feel like to be successful as a be motion picture <laughs> is be as uh, you know you don't need to know anything about the game. Yeah, you should you should be able to just go to this film. Um, so, but I, fundamentally, again, it's the same thing. Where it's like I may be interacting with this as a great time, but a story of uh, orcs jump through 
uh, space portal and to go to Earth. Well, no, it's not Earth, but uh, anyway, where yeah. the humans are, and then they're gonna take that place. So they gotta yeah. fight. Okay. But that one or there's an orc uprising, and there's <laughs> a, the orc who's like, we shouldn't be doing this, and our orc leader's a piece of shit, and everything dies when he's around. That's like one of those recent apes movies. Yeah, and then the human, then he's like, we gotta have an alliance with the humans, and his buddy's like, oh, fuck no! And he's like, yes! (laughs) And then the the human, one of the humans is like, listen, higher council, we gotta tame him, but the orcs are like, oh, fuck no! (laughs) And then, of course, they got to, you know, and it's so boring. I don't know so far. I really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fuck are you humans? Ah, you with the fucking oh, fuck. No. Um, it's just, it's a lot of pretty, you know, bland characters or very familiar character types going through the motions of many things that you can yeah. see coming a mile away. There's no surprises. Um, Nothing even looks cool. Is it weird? Some of the stuff looks good. Yeah. Some of the action, like some of the CG stuff, I was like, that looks great. Yeah. But it was so mm, touch and go with that shit. Because then I'd be like, that looks great. Nope, no, it looks like a video game. Yeah. Just watching someone else play a fucking video game right (laughs) now. I hate watching other people play fucking video games. And that's a lot of what it is. And it just kind of rolls along. And then you've got Ben Foster, who... Seems like he's grown a George Carlin beard, or like he's auditioning to play George Carlin someday. He looks like <laughs> he looks like class clown era George clown uh, George Carlin. You know, like he's just got that same beard and his hair's long. He's auditioning for car yeah. wash. It's very yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bizarre. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, yeah, nothing is particularly interesting. It's is it not, like funny it's not the bad worst? or, no, or it, weird bad? No, or? no. And it, it's not even. There is a. There was a moment in the first like ten minutes where I was like, I might be fucking down with this. Yeah. I think this might be a thing where like I don't need the video game, but this is a movie of this time period, and like you might be able to go back to and enjoy like watching something weird from our childhood, yeah. like, like fucking Dragon Slayer, or something, you know, one of these <laughs> yeah. kind of like oddball fantasy yeah. movies that just has its own little life and world, but it doesn't have. And it's like it's it's not like it's very it takes itself very seriously, of course. But there's they're they're really trying to inject levity into into it and stuff like that. And like the main character is a little bit like sassy <laughs> or something. And he's not bad, but uh, it just it just doesn't it doesn't not nothing goes the 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 length it needs to. Nothing has as much excitement or laughs or thrills. To be really anything more than remember another one of those fucking video game movies that didn't quite work. Yeah. This will be in the eh, I don't know. It's in the Silent Hill Resident Evil land okay. as opposed right. to your Double Dragon or something like that. <laughs> yeah, when it's on fucking Netflix to have a look, yeah, but nothing yeah. about it is going to you know uh, interest you or excite you yeah. or anything. It's just like oh I, yeah, I wanted to see if they what it looked like when they did it, and this is it. This is what it looks like. <laughs> and that's really as good as you're going to get. Yeah. And, all the, and they're like, you know what's bugging me, too, is the orcs. You know, they got the giant uh, lower teeth. Yeah. But they stick. talk completely. Uh, yeah, they talk totally. Like that they, bothered me in the fucking trailer. It's making me nuts. Shut I'm up like, the <laughs> 
I, I know you don't want uh, uh, half of your movie voiced by uh, lots of people going. <laughs> <laughs> no, you we, don't want. We that. better get the humans. <laughs> don't, don't tell me what I want. I, the humans. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that bugged me. And it bugged me through the entire thing. I couldn't yeah. stop <laughs> yeah. looking at it and being irritated. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, boring <laughs> is the other thing. Okay. Yeah, Borecraft, am I right? <laughs> Nailed it. Seriously, war, war boring. it's no, boring. No, you're, no. <laughs> Ruined it. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, right. I don't have anything else to say <laughs> to offer as like a real deep thought on this or okay. what's wrong. I mean, he wanted to, he's a fine director. I think the discussion here is like post Warcraft is was this just, you know, he was it a passion project for him? He loves the games. He wanted to do like this big <laughs> movie. He doesn't strike me as the kind of director who really wants to do. I'm going to just do blockbusters. I'm going to do this big CGI yeah. thing. Like, is he now going to take the money from Warcraft and be like, now we'll do make something. five yeah. hey, weird movies. Yeah. Fucking great. Maybe that's why he's got moon sequels lined yeah. up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just, uh, it's so frustrating. I think, I mean, I just, I don't care for massive amounts of CGI in a movie because I just can't get into it, man. I can't buy it because I always know I'm looking at fucking cartoons. And I like cartoons on their own, or, you know, it's fine. Or, uh, you know, a good old Roger Rabbit makes it up. Fine. It's good. Uh, but this, it's just, nothing is thrilling about it. Yeah. I would rather see a poorly done dude in a big suit running around fighting some sassy human <laughs> than this. You know, well, at just, what point does it become? Cause I, just it's so it, rare that a bunch of CGI action is fascinating to look at. Does it have to be all CGI for it to be? Maybe. Because I was thinking. But, I mean, this is. It's not like they went oh, and fucking. Had massive shoots okay. in like forestry and because shit like I that. Was just I'm thinking, sure they green screen the fuck out of yeah. this. Because I and, was, and so the, the environment doesn't land. Nothing. Yeah. I, again, you, it really feels like you're watching yeah. a video game. I really like that Tintin movie. Yeah, I like that I love quite a that bit. Movie. It's just That's a, a it fucking is just terrific an adventure. You, you go in I, that with I the pretense all, that yeah. it's all going to be it's, animated. It's an animated. So film. you're watching yeah. for how good the animation is, for sure. not how seamlessly it blends in with. No, reality. I'm yeah. supposed to be looking at this and taking it as reality. You know, yeah. this, these are real physical things out there, and I mm. don't buy it. It never looks right. As soon as something starts to run or move fast or try and punch something, yeah. fucking CGI. It has the same non-descript look to it that just doesn't fit or doesn't isn't memorable you know yeah. it just so rarely works mm, that's yeah, a bummer fucking yeah it is a bummer well good for him for getting so lots of money yeah <laughs> um hopefully yeah he turns around and just uses yeah that money give me on a something that doesn't suck now <laughs> it seems like this is the type of thing that's directed really directed by committee anyway they just yeah. need to have a name in the chair yeah and if it makes him mm. a shit ton of money then all the better great um well Speaking of boring and mm-hmm. bad, mm-hmm. I made you guys listen to an album by Good Charlotte from 2002, The Young and the Hopeless. Uh, this is their second album. Their first album did not do very well. They were almost dropped by their label, but they did. Uh, instead, they made this album, which was a big hit for them. Enormous. Uh, came out at just the right time when uh, you know some good bands got on uh, the got on the radio in like the the sort of post grunge area like you got you had your green days with dookie and stuff and all of a sudden every band was a was a pop band basically but yeah we got an attitude a little so we'll be a punk band 
And uh, yeah, this this album spawned some singles, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, the Anthem, Girls and Boys, all crossed over into modern rock radio and pop yeah. radio. This was everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and, I, and when yeah. I when I was in uh, high school, I was in late high school when this was coming out, and I just remember being like, "Fuck, those guys aren't punks. Like, <laughs> this is fucking fake punk. Like, yes, <laughs> especially That's with that music so video." Funny. Uh, that which I one? sent you guys, like, the rich the where they're like, we're in jail and we're punks. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> that is the most inexplicable video because I, a lot of this I listened to on YouTube. So I saw that video. Yeah. That video is the most inexplicable because it takes, uh, it has cameos from yeah. famous people. Kyle Gass yeah. is in it. Hmm. It's like, why is Kyle Gass from Tenacious D in this shithole video? But um, maybe they gave him some money. It had... Uh, one of the InSync guys, like the guy you don't even ever remember his name, is like, why is that guy in it? And then Mike Watt. Yeah. Mike Watt. Really? Is in the video for of a good Charlotte video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Gross. I, I, yeah, my head exploded at that point. Yeah. I was mad that you gave us this, Dan Gorman. <laughs> for many, many reasons. But one of them is like... Because we had to listen to it. Yeah, but like less than a month ago, I researched the shit out yeah. of Good Charlotte, trying to figure out which album was the right one to give you guys. Yeah, but I held off on it because I was doing the fucking this adult has been contemporary on my jerk. list forever. Yeah, no, for ages, and I was like, I almost it was going, I was uh, going back and forth between this album because of all the big dumb fucking songs or on the it. Debut? Uh, no, the debut? No, the, has the an later album cover. one. I think that the, makes yeah, me want to punch. Oh, it's so <laughs> gross. They had their like, we're a serious band now. Take us seriously album. <laughs> um, like near the like one of their second last album or something yeah. like that. Apparently, is just fucking terrible. And it's yeah. funny because the only thing I listened to um, off this album w- before I gave it to you. Oh well, I guess I listened to Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. But I put the album on and it starts with like a two minute like little instrumental like yeah. we're a serious band now and i was like oh man i don't need to listen to the rest of this to <laughs> no. give this to them <laughs> it's got this um, orchestrated uh, like like danny elfman intro the funny thing about that is listening to this album i'm like i don't understand what differentiates this from any of the other pop punk that dan corman listens to <laughs> like, if i was to listen to this album i would have been like yep this is definitely an album that dan corman likes. yeah, no, yeah. No, no i what the difference is between these guys and the other ones is these guys have like this horrible uh, <laughs> uh like fake hip-hop swagger <laughs> injected into it. But didn't all it. of those quote-unquote no, punk bands no, at this time no, like that? No, 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 no. Well, maybe yeah. a lot of the bands of this time that were super on the radio and stuff. Maybe. I but... feel like Travis Barker, the the guy yeah, from... Yeah, he kind of had that going. Going. Yeah, I feel like he, he just got he had in there a bit and of that, like, the waters. Like, yeah. He had a bit of that kind of... I know what you mean. You know, like, like he, he, he drummed for a bunch of bands like that where... Aquabats. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Just a bunch of... Bullshit. But, yeah. All right. So anyway, this album is terrible. Yeah. Uh, and really but, difficult to get through. <laughs> but uh, see, I didn't. That's that's the difference. I, I didn't find it difficult to listen to. I didn't find it difficult to get through because I was like, I don't understand what differentiates this from any of the rest of it. This sounds like a Green Day album. Oh, my this God. Sounds, where Green Day might have well, been a little, a little more to. clever here, here I, or there in their lyrics and, and a little tiny bit more clever. 
but but everything else, I, it's, it's yeah. all so elemental. It's if you're all talking so basic, about American idiot, clearly era this chord is yeah. going to go it's to this chord. There's not that no, big of a divide. I would divide. much well, rather listen to some Green Day. But if you put on Dookie and then the and then you put on this, it's like nah. There's a huge divide. Yeah. I, I well maybe in production, but other than that, it, it it's all just the same construction. And like uh, like Blink One Eighty Two, it's all the same lazy songwriting. So I don't <clears throat> understand what. What? Yeah, no, you're right. The sound the of it is all the same, but there's this. I think there's there's this weird like arrogance or something that yeah. comes from Good I know, Charlotte. I feel like that I know makes what you me mean. dislike them more than all the others because I don't like any of it. I fucking can't stand pop punk. I think it's just the fucking worst. It's, I think, yeah, but I like I can't stand no. Blink One Eighty Two, but it doesn't enrage me. Like Good Charlotte does, I can't stand Simple Plan, but it doesn't quite enrage me. See, I would I would say Simple Plan is more along these lines. Yeah, it's closer it to this. That, like, I know I, I don't know how to explain it, but, but I know what you mean you, by that. You know sort what I'm of saying? Like, uh, yeah, and I get what you what you're saying too. But I, I feel like it's always had that. I feel like again, Green Day had that too. Like where there's like this like. Uh, like th- this prefabricated what punk is kind of no, like... but but I think Green Day got it. Like I think they got it later. Look, I owned a Green Day album or two. I think the the early ones, uh, and then I started going, all right, well, this isn't very good. But uh, but I I never found them to be authentic. I, I feel like it's just this prefabricated authenticity that everybody's just okay with, and I don't but, hear how that's different on a Good Charlotte record mm. as opposed to, uh, you know, uh, but like, Good Charlotte, like Operation Ivy and all that kind of shit. Sounds like the same shit to me. But Good Charlotte are a Operation band. Operation Ivy, yeah, they don't sound anything like this. this. Yeah, it's all the same shit. But, but um, Green Day didn't like. Like Good Charlotte, Rancid all... is that the band? Sorry, that, that... Rancid is the... that's the same thing, right? No, uh... as Operation Ivy. <laughs> well, some of the closer couple, to a couple of the some members of the same are members. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. all sounds the same. But Good right. Charlotte formed and like all of a sudden had a a full length out on like Capitol Records in two thousand, uh-huh. and we're like already a band. Like the, to me, that's like yeah, these guys were were so close to being prefabricated that they got a major label deal as soon as they started but at least green day like okay they played around and then like they got a shitty little album out on lookout records and then they had and they had a bunch of like and then kerplunk kind of got them there's a there's a shit ton of pop music that's really great and really fun to listen to that's all very prefabricated so where they came from and how they started i think is inconsequential to when you're ultimately listening to the album the end results but how how they got there be prefabricated then I think it's just the word prefabricated that I guess I because if they weren't like created by the label to make these shitty pop but I songs, mean this then pre- prefabricated authenticity where they're like uh, I, I don't mean the authenticity of where they came from. I, I mean sort of more punk credibility. Yeah, what punk credibility is and and how you attain it. But I think and what, by at least and, being and what a band that played music? at Gilman Street, like down with like the trenches sure. with all the other bands, gives them more authenticity. It than... gives them a certain credibility, but it doesn't make the music any more listenable or any more uh, yeah, thoughtfully well, that's, made. That's debatable. I feel like that's where the debate can. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose it be. just it just doesn't it doesn't mean going. If you're both doing that, you're both doing a lazy, shitty thing. It's just one of you is doing it under the pretext that that you're somehow real. Yeah, and that's wrong. 
that that that's uh, or maybe it's not. I don't know. That's just where I. Come <laughs> I hated this album. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> the album was a pile of shit. But I didn't find this it hard to listen to. Band is a pile of shit. Yeah. I don't like that girls and boys song. That's the one that really bugs well, me the how most. How does that one even go? I don't girls even remember. don't like boys, girls like cars and money. Oh, I remember uh, that. I totally forgot uh, about that. I forgot about Barf. it too, and it started. I'm like, you're a fucking piece of shit. That one bothered me because, <laughs> again, it's just like gross. we're being really tongue-in-cheek right yeah. now. Like, we're going to tell. We don't really think this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Fuck oh, off. Oh, man. Jesus, fuck. This is the anthem of all your hands up. Whoa. That one surprised me because I thought that was Simple Plan. Do want to be you. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you. Do want to be Ugh. you. I don't know why I sing it way more British yeah. than it actually is. Yeah. Don't want to be you. Uh, so fucking garbage. Well, I'm glad you guys listened to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so all let right. Me, let me tell you. Yeah. I lost... You lost yeah. Warcraft and Good Charlotte. That's right. Yeah. And uh and I was mad. Yeah. I was uh confused. Yeah. <laughs> Hurt. Yeah. Yep. You know? And I was like and I'm you know, when Casey over here, like I don't feel like he felt the rage like I did. Like you know, you don't get what me, about, man. About good good Charlotte? Yeah. And so I want you guys to feel like Look, I'm mad at my dad. Don't like Good. Are you mad at your dad? I want you to feel mad at your dad and mad at the world and like nobody gets you, man. Uh, cuz I would really like you guys to listen to Lincoln Park Hybrid Theory. Oh, I was just I looked up Lincoln Park recently too. This is the music that that where good Charlotte can just slip under the radar of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. This is the music that really makes me angry because this is the that like that arrogance of like <laughs> we we're mixing fucking like ba- ba- bargain basement you know metal <laughs> with bargain basement rap and yeah. I, when you put those two things together <laughs> that makes them both okay yeah. i was never into lincoln park no i never liked them but well, i you, you just don't like terrible rapping and no. a guy <laughs> screaming about sadness <laughs> oh and i do, and i hate that fucking the, the guy who sings so far I'm oh. so close. Never, <laughs> never even mattered, though. Uh, um, the thing about the guy who sings... Oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, Jester. Oh, fuck off. Oh. Jester. <laughs> Look at Jester. Like it's a subway station, not a guy. <laughs> um, Jester, I, honey, put on your studded collar. You got a show tonight. A show. <laughs> I looked up the Collision Course album, and that's on my list of things to give you. What's where they course? did an album oh, with, with Jay Z, oh, and, and it got good reviews at the time. And I thought, "There's no way this is good." No, <laughs> I feel like uh, after it came out, like shortly after, everyone like Jay Z and Lincoln Park were both like, "Yeah, we didn't like working with each other." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, enjoy right. that. Damn yeah. it! I had to divert from all the. I have all the, like, these plans on. Like, I was just trying to stick the themes with my punishment albums, but I was so. Put off by Good Charlotte, yeah. and I'm like, what Good. sucks just as much from this time period? Yeah, what like really fucking got under my skin when it was big? <laughs> this, oh, yeah. amazing! Have, I want you to have a great time. Well, yeah, this is lame as shit, and I fucking hate Lincoln Park. You know what's weird? Jensen Carp has a new single out. Oh, you bastard! You're everybody's naming things that are on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, the Linkin Park guy is on one of his songs. Okay. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Hot Carl's on my list of, of things to give people. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah like, but I, I want almost to almost gave you guys it last week. I love Jensen Carp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got to roll. Roll. <laughs> 
Again for hey, we're rolling on the graduate soundtrack. Rolling on the mm. soundtrack for the graduate, Paul Simon and uh, uh, Paul Simon and Simon Garfunkel. Uh, I saw a great tweet about Simon Garfunkel that said that it's not fair because Paul Simon gets all the first names and Art Garfunkel just gets a bunch of sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Simon <laughs> and Simon and Garfunkel. Um, <laughs> speaking of, Paul Simon has a new album out. I almost gave you guys that, Apparently too. it's quite good. It's very good. Huh. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. So we're rolling on the Graduate soundtrack, and we are rolling for a Winner's Choice Week again. Uh-huh. There's just a lot of uh, stuff out there that we can get to. Yeah, and but nothing's w- like, hey, this is the big yeah. movie this week. Central Intelligence opens up this yeah. week. Might be a lark, but Maybe. not not a winner. Oh, yeah. Um, if it gets great reviews, we could always do it next week or another week. Um, no, not next week. Independence Day. But, you know, we yeah. get to it. And then uh, loser, yeah, we had to we we had to go with uh, the sequel to something that we've watched. Why don't you? Well, I've watched. Yeah, you watched. Did you end up watching it, Casey? No, I no. have no idea why I would ever okay. uh, <laughs> even accidentally watch. Yeah. That movie. Now you see me. Two, two. Now mm. you two see me. Yeah. Why didn't they name it two T O O? I don't know. Now you why see did, me too. Or why didn't now they call you don't. It, why yeah. didn't they call it now to see me? Yeah. <laughs> because they're like now you see me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm also here. <laughs> to see to yeah. me. That movie fucking sucked ass. Now you see me. Garbage. Because yeah. uh, I was just talking about how crappy CGI is in a uh, you know overabundance yeah. and, and all the magic is like that CGI happens in these shit. movies is just CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not fucking interesting. No, that's not interesting at all. It's also not magic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Casey, magic's I, not what real if you, either, what though. If, what? <laughs> what if the Hustler or the Color of Money had all CGI pool play, yeah. you know? Like, no one would give a fuck about that. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. And then the end was just like, um, it was this guy. Yeah, yeah. I love just, that. Yeah, I eat shit. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, I'm sure the sequel's wonderful. Yeah. So, Casey, you want to roll first this time? Okay. All right. That's a four. Uh, Greg, you roll. Four. I'll go last. It's okay. been a while. All right. Uh, Greg has rolled Whoa. a nine. Oh, shit. Oh, four dear. versus I'm nine. I'm not seeing the sequel. I'm rolling. That's a fucking oh. two. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> now you now see I me, see too. I see me, you, too. I see now, you, too. Now you see. Now you see me, too, too. <laughs> <laughs> now you, too, see, see me. Now, now you, too, too. see <laughs> me, too. <laughs> Fuck uh, you two shit. see now you see me. <laughs> I you feel... see now you see me too. <laughs> I feel like I also. somehow um I somehow like jinxed myself because earlier this week I noticed on Netflix that behind the magician thing went up. Have you guys seen that? Do you remember that show that was like on oh, Fox? Oh yeah, yeah, where yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, We're yeah. gonna get where they... the world's top mute, uh, <laughs> magician, and he's gonna show you all of his things. But he's yeah. got to be masked, right? Or else he'll oh, be thrown yeah, out guy, of the magic club. Yeah, the yeah. guy who ruins all the fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I watched some of it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yourself, now you're gonna know how they did it. Yeah, all. yeah. and Those it was computers. all just like, oh, the um, the 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 assistant woman did the trick. Well, he was like pretending like he was doing the trick. Uh-huh. It's so disappointing. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's like, it's, yeah, oh, it's a big they bummer. are the talented ones, and he's yeah. just a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at them crawl into the like tiny compartment that is like separates them and a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the guy outside is like, I'm making her disappear. <laughs> 
Oh. Well, listen, the uh, magic in these movies is even worse. Okay. Yeah. Well, now two I will see, now you see Wait, me too. Wait, is the trick she crawls into a compartment and gets eaten by a tiger? No, the trick is like she's... <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah. I made her disappear. Ta-die. <laughs> no, she's like in a cage, there's like always a little thing and the, they crawl into like the little under thing and then they let yeah. the, the tiger out and then it's like, where'd they go? Yeah, oh, you, they're you just know, hiding magic. somewhere. Oh, yeah, you know, magic. Yeah. Magic. Tigers um, and whatnot. That's right. Yeah, speaking of magic. Yes. There is no magic uh-huh. in the OC, and it is now time for the second episode of the second freshly squeezed episode of Orange You Glad. It's the <laughs> OC. <laughs> Greg's going to squeeze us some I'm OC. Time pretty, for another I'm freshly pretty happy squeezed. with that. That was definitely the one. Yeah. Orange you glad? I had you. Orange well, you glad. Yeah. yeah, orange you glad is the OC, but we'll work in freshly yeah. squeezed orange every week. Orange you glad? I didn't say nine oh two one oh. It yeah. is Matt time. Ben really came through with yes. the fucking suggestion. This guy Matt. gets to name all of our. Uh, shit. Very good. Uh, Casey's gonna freshly squeeze a talk out of. Oh no, Greg is. Right? Greg is. Yeah. Greg is gonna freshly squeeze. I did squeeze. my yes. time, man. His <laughs> his recap so, on I'm, episode two. I mean, my notes aren't. I didn't do okay. them like I do my nine hundred two one zero notes primarily because I got I was at work much longer, much more this week and yeah. longer than I expected. So I couldn't really pause it. I had to burn through yeah. the hour. Yeah, yeah. And so I just quickly wrote notes. And so I'm going to try a good and way to do it. Roll through this yeah. thing with you guys. Uh, the episode's called the Model Home. The Model Home. I've got like a one Whoa. sentence recap here. Do we want that, or do you want to just dive into it? What do you think? I think we'll get. I think I'll cover all the bases. Okay. <laughs> if we're confused, we'll go back to the synopsis okay. and see what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that adds an air of mystery. <laughs> all right. So uh, Seth, who is Adam Brody? Yes. Okay. Uh, and Ryan, who's your dirtbag, Casey. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that actor's bag. name yet. Did a little Russell Crowe. Doesn't matter. Little yeah. Russell Crowe. Seth and Ryan, because Ryan is living with Seth's rich house, family in the house yes. with the uh, eyebrows, Peter Gallagher and his wife. Uh, the house that eyebrows <laughs> built. <laughs> um, he's staying there with them because his family's a pile of shit and... He broods a lot. Yeah. He does a lot of, like, leaning against windows with an arm above his head. You know what I mean? Like, leaning on <laughs> yeah. 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 Or, like, turning away after he says something like, <laughs> darkness. Um, I thought you were going to say dark man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dark, dark man. man. So good. In theaters. <laughs> totally killed that guy at the end. Yeah. <laughs> what a move. Not even by accident. So great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Seth and Ryan are in the pool being a couple of bros. Because they were in a fight together, so they're buds now. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Peter Gallagher and his wife, I haven't caught her name yet, they're in the kitchen talking about what to do with Ryan. And he's like, he's a good kid, it'll be good. And she's like, not in my house. And he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> I'll send him off to uh group home or whatever. Yeah. I'll Ugh. call social services. Um, and then this is in the second time they're kicking him out of their house. I know. And so in the pool, Ryan and Seth are like, "What to do? You're going to be leaving. Let's do a special thing." Uh, and they don't know what to do. And then uh, he comes inside and has like an awkward chat with the mom. Okay. And then that leads to having awkward dinner with the family. But then they make some jokes, and you know these guys all like each other. Yeah. yeah. This is great. Oh, rich. Um, and then the next morning, or maybe it's later that night, I don't really remember, and my notes don't indicate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Peter Gallagher and his wife are filling out the paperwork for child service so okay. they can finally get rid of little Russell Crowe. Yeah. Um, yeah, send him off to I really enjoy LRC. <laughs> LRC. Little Russell Crowe. Um, Seth really wants him to stay. He's like, this guy's terrific. Yeah. 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 Well, let's keep him. Can I keep him, Mom? I always thought that the OC was... My a- very own dirtbag. <laughs> I always thought the OC was more about Seth. Uh, yeah, because he's the one they really tried he's to... He's the one I remember most. Like make Adam a Brody, thing out of. I just feel like I remember him more than this broody LRC. Yeah. Well, maybe he's had they, quite maybe a... They, they shift focus when... Uh, maybe. I don't know. Because yeah, you know how, like... Uh, what's his nuts there? Uh, <clears throat> on... Uh, <laughs> I, Come on. Dawson's Creek. Yes. You had Dawson and yeah. Pacey. Yeah. And Ugh. as the thing went along, Pacey became far more okay. popular. Maybe that was what's going on And then here. his career after the show was over was much bigger than Vanderbeek. Yeah, okay. So I feel like the same kind of thing here. Although little Russell Crowe has done well on television. Yeah. And now he's on that Gotham show, which sucks ass. <coughs> so he has that going for him. Yeah. Um, all right. So Seth wants him to stay and keep. He wants to keep little Dirty Ryan. Um, <laughs> let's, we could just make up nicknames and little, not actually talk about the show. <laughs> a little dirty Ryan, a little Russell Crowe, a little dirty Russell, LDR, <laughs> an LRC, an El Diablo. Oh, so, little Russell, little uh, dirty Russell. Later that night. Dirty Ryan's uh, tossing and turning in bed. He can't mm-hmm. sleep. So he gets up and he's like, fuck this, man. I'm out of here. Oh. And he gets his shit together and he's trying to sneak out. He's going to run away. You can't kick me out. I'm out of here. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but Seth catches him. And they have a, <laughs> and they have a, they have like a chat. And he's like, well, can you think of anything better than just, uh, I'm just going to run away, man. I'm going to just figure it out. Unless you can think of something better. And Seth's like, actually, I can't. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I can't uh, think of anything better, but I got some nicknames for you. <laughs> This is still dirty, right? <laughs> Good thing like, well, I uh, totally wasn't just standing outside of your door here in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. I was walking down the hallway. <laughs> um, so Seth. Then we cut to Seth in his bedroom, and he's wearing like a black turtleneck for sneaking, and he's <laughs> yeah. doing some stuff. And he's and then his dad's gonna come in, so he jumps into bed, pretending he was asleep. And Dad comes in to talk about Ryan. And dad Seth's comes like, in what? like, oh, sleeping, Dad. I'm wearing my sleeping turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> my sleeping turtleneck. Ryan who? I don't even care. Boo, good night. Yeah. <laughs> Little dirty who? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, so then we cut to Ryan outside. He's waiting for Seth. Uh, and then Marissa rolls up. Oh. Uh, Misha, Misha Barton. Yeah. Yeah. She lives next door. And last time they saw each other, she was drunk, and he carried her to somewhere. Okay. That's right. For sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Just for sleep. Just for sleep. Um, and she's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh. And he's like, how are you? And she's like, I just want to say thanks. He's like, do you always drink like that? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember usually. <laughs> she's compelling. I don't know how she knows what happened. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Um, and then Seth comes out. And she's like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, nothing. And she's like, you're doing something. And I'm going to come with you. And they're like, okay. Because okay. she has a car. Yeah. And Seth only has a skateboard. Oh. 
<laughs> so they drive with her because we're going to see what Seth's big plan is. Were they going to double on the skateboard? Yeah. <laughs> Get on my shoulders. They're riding in her car, and she plays some song. I don't know what it was. We'll find out later. When I know what it was. Thing. I just looked up okay. the, the song. And he's like, she's like, do you like this? And then the little Dirty Ryan's like. <laughs> a little dirty Ryan. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't listen to music. And they're like, that's weird. <laughs> and he's like, what do you listen to? And she's like, I like punk. And they're like, Ugh. like and, good Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're and they're like, what? And she's like, yeah, like the cramps and the clash and stiffy, stiffy little stiff little fingers. And <laughs> and I'm just like, God, you like the way, even the way. She couldn't say them in, yeah. with any kind of, like, she's never heard of these bands I before. I like the cromps and the clash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just such a lame little <laughs> list. Like, I think if you, sexual if you were to wiki punk rock, yeah. there's, like, probably the first five names that popped up on there. Nothing wrong with any of these bands. I've owned albums by all of them, but uh, whatever. It just felt so, like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And they're all like, well, isn't that interesting? Um, and Seth is all like, Pugh. so Melissa and I, or Marissa and I listen to the same kind of music. <laughs> Why is Seth so upset about this? Because he lives next to her. Why is she's like a good-looking lady, and he's a nerd? She's never acknowledged him, and he just has likes to think okay. of her like she's a dum dum. Okay, uh, but instead she listens to the same music as him, and he's like, "What a maroon I am!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're the show. Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 Um, now these they're high schoolers, right? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Well, then I I could conceivably dr- like assume that these high schoolers are just like into the most basic of of punk. But if it came off weird, then it came off. Weird. It can't. Yeah, yeah. it's felt <laughs> fake and inner and like just it just yeah. it, it was lacking any kind of you know realness. Yeah, it just felt gross. Yeah. Well, on a on a show with the soundtrack that doesn't have any like nothing like that. Yeah. It's all just whatever's popular. Yeah, it's not like this fucking show is going to wrap up with Human Fly <laughs> by the Cramps. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh-uh. Anyway, um, where are we here? So, punk stuff. Then they <laughs> they arrive at the model home that yes. Seth's mom. Uh, his maid she's like an architect or yeah. a real estate agent i don't really know which one <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure it probably doesn't matter and uh the contractors have fucking bailed out and so there's just like kind of half done model home and that's where and the family that's where little dirty from Ryan's arrested development that's right yeah <laughs> don't call um, that <laughs> so uh they're like check out model home isn't that cool this is uh, your little dirty home. Yeah, now. okay, so he's going to live there. Yeah, he's going to live yeah. in the model home. You can dirt this joint up. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Little um, dirty Russell Crowe. And so they're hanging out in the model home, Yeah, and it has a empty swimming pool in the back. So, oh, so Seth skateboards in the skateboarding. pool. Yes. <laughs> and while he skateboards in the pool, Dirty Ryan and Marissa punk. sit around, and they're like, my dad's a piece of shit. He's like, my mom sucks. Parents, <laughs> right? Yeah. So now, that's when going on. Seth skates in it, is it like a double, or is it him just kind of like rolling around? Literally, at the just bottom? like he might as well be <laughs> a cardboard cutout on wheel. <laughs> zing, zing! Hang my skateboard. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, Marissa's uh, bro boyfriend calls Luke, 
And he's like, you should come to this party. And she's like, ah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we're all here partying. It's summer's party. And she's like, hey. She had the last party. I know. She? Yeah, Ugh, yeah. What a party hog. She's yeah. A- <laughs> mm-hmm. Good luck the parties, party hog. So then they get off the phone, and Ryan's like, so how long have you been with him? And she's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a reasonable response. Nobody knows how to respond to anything in this show. <laughs> uh, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> so they explore more of the unfinished model home. Summer now calls Marissa. And she's like, why don't you have my party? <laughs> Summer is where <laughs> it's Hiera at her party. Okay. And I was like, you're a piece of shit, Summer. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Then, so then it's the next day. We got morning in the model home. Ryan wakes right. up and goes and leans on a window frame oh. with his arm above his head like, huh. <laughs> and then... Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, the show just became a series of turkey noises. Yeah. Wait till you see the Thanksgiving episode. (laughs) (laughs) Barely understand. It's all turkeys saying perfectly beautiful poetry. (laughs) Very good. Um, And so, yeah, he's looking out the window thoughtfully and running, you know, model home. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. And then Peter Gallagher is at his place and he goes looking for Ryan, but Ryan's no, he's not there. Isn't it funny that the model home is. Empty. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. Just like life. Yeah. <laughs> like a rat in a cage. Oh, man. Um, and he's like, no, Ryan, what? And then uh, Marissa is like a, at a home. Charlotte in a cage. <laughs> okay, yeah. So he's like, where is Ryan? He goes and yeah. talks to Seth. And Seth's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Ryan who? I gotta um, get my turtleneck. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, uh, Seth and <laughs> my neck is cold. <laughs> Seth and Marissa are like they're gonna meet up to go see Ryan at the model home. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay, I'll meet you out front." She's like, "Yeah, great." And then she's, <laughs> "We got, we got a mission." She goes downstairs to leave. She goes downstairs to leave, and her mom's like, oh, "Marissa, look who's here!" And it's Luke, her boyfriend. Uh, he's eating breakfast there, like just eating. Luke, food. who's here? Yeah. Get it? <laughs> Luke, who's eating some breakfast? It's Luke. He's having turkey. And he wants to take her out on the boat. And she's like, oh. You love it. And then Frank Zappa shows up. It's way of life. Of course, I'll introduce you to Warren. <laughs> Very good. Um, where are we here? And she's like, no, I got to do these things. She's like, hey, see you later. She's like, no. <laughs> and then now, uh, so Peter Gallagher's wife yeah. has called the cops about missing Dirty Ryan. Ugh. And so the cops are there and they question Seth. <laughs> she just calls the cops and goes, I miss Dirty Ryan. <laughs> Is he Maybe anyway? I should have let him stay. I'll talk he could to be guys. out there yeah. dirting up the city. <laughs> um, dirting up a storm. So they want to talk to Seth and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No. And then they don't want to talk to Seth anymore. Uh-uh. Uh, and then we go over and see Tate Donovan stressing out about his crazy money problems. Yeah. Man, um, there's not much going on there. Just to remind you that he's on this show, and that's, that's his storyline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Seth and Marissa go to see Ryan, and they bring him a bunch of household items, but they forget to bring food. And they're like, oh, no. Um, well, she made him a mix CD. Ooh, baby. Yeah. 
All right. Anyway, so they go looking for food. Seth on a skateboard, and uh, Dirty Ryan and Marissa are giggling on a bike they're sharing together. <laughs> uh, pedal, pedal, pedal. Um, Just giggling on a bike. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, Peter Gallagher and his wife are very worried about Ryan. Uh, then uh, the phone rings, and Tate Donovan is calling Peter Gallagher's wife because they're like buds, right? Yeah, they used to have a thing. Yeah. A sex thing. Yeah. They used to have his thing inside her thing. <laughs> yeah. <Sex>. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> um, so he calls and he's like, hey, free for lunch? And she's like, yo. Uh, and then um, Seth and Marissa and uh, Dirty Ryan are hanging out. And something comes up about uh, he's just going to roam the, go to town to town, uh, st- getting a, uh, stopping a pancake. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> sorry. so far this sentence is excellent. He wants to eat pancakes across the country, and she's like, "Oh, like on the road," and he's like, "You've you've read on the road? This is Seth. You've oh. read on the road?" And she's like, "Yeah, it is my favorite book." <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, it's my favorite book trope. Yes, of course I've read a book. <laughs> and then uh, boyfriend Luke and his bros show up at the restaurant they're sitting in. And uh, and they obviously don't like... Uh, they yeah, don't, they don't like uh, these two guys. There's okay. a big fight on the beach. Yeah, well, welcome to the OC, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah bitch. What did what did what, what did they say to Adam Brody in your episode? Uh, you mean when they beat him up? Yeah. Well, they or say said they said something. You're like, whoa, this is not nine hundred two one. Anyway. Uh, oh, oh, suck it queer. Right. Okay. Well, they said, eh, suck it queer. They see them, of course, and uh, Adam Brody says something, and Luke Bro dude gets up and he goes, "Shut up, queer." Whoa. I was like, oh my god, this show. Yeah, like I feel like it was trying to be edgy, like mm, yeah. you know, it's it's obviously like the shitty characters who are calling everybody yeah. queer, so it's okay. Yep, and then uh, so uh, Dirty Ryan steps in. He's like, "Hey, I bra," <laughs> and uh, and he's like, "Whoa, but it's this guy! Look at this guy, poor guy, oh. or whatever." Ooh. And then uh, and Dirty Ryan's like, <laughs> "You know what I? Yeah, what does he say? You know, you know what? You know what I like about rich kids?" And then he punches him in the face and goes, "Nothing." Nothing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and I thought he was going to say, fight and they the run. older I get, <laughs> <laughs> they stay the same age. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Oh, my God. Mm. Um, they all, then they go back to the model home and hang out. Sweet. Then, at the model home, Mom and Tate Donovan show up. Not, no, no. So, right? So, Tate Donovan is Marissa's dad. Yes. And Mom is Adam Brody's mom. Yes. Right. Okay, so they show up at the model home, hmm. and they kind of talk about when they were dating and stuff. Yeah. It's all very shitty to do. And he's like, I'm really fucked with money. And she's like, I will lend you the money. And he's like, no. And she's like, let me lend you the money. He's like, it's like $100,000. You can't possibly lend me that. And she's like, I would like to. He's like, I'll totally pay you back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't $100,000, please. Yeah. <laughs> Kids hear it all, of course. And then on their way out, they're, they're like, uh, conveniently uh, state loudly. Also, the new contractors are coming tomorrow <laughs> for the uh, 
kids hiding upstairs who uh, need to know that. Um, so they hear that and they're like, new contra, oh my gosh. Ugh. Um, so then Peter Gallagher finds out that there's somebody matching Ryan's description was in a fight in a restaurant. He's like, Ryan, somewhere near. Gotta go find him. Uh, Marissa parties with Summer and then the, the gang and her yeah. boyfriend and Luke and they're all making fun of Dirty Ryan and she's like, you don't even know him. And leaves. Yikes. So she bails and she goes running to find Ryan at the yeah uh, the model home. And she's like, you're going to leave tomorrow. And we never. But what if we never. Uh, and he's like, "Uh, you got to go otherwise I might stay." Uh, <laughs> and she's like, "What? That be so bad?" He's like, "We're from different worlds." Just turns around fast. Like uh, a Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "It's not going to work. Just go." <laughs> Just like if Romeo and Juliet were turkeys. <laughs> uh, oh boy. So what happens? Uh, he's like, "Go." And she's like, uh, and she leaves. But Luke and his gang see her leave that place and then Ooh. see him look out and they're like, there he is. Let's go Let's get him. Go. Mm. So, so Seth and his dad, Peter Gallagher, drive around looking for Ryan and talk about things. I don't really remember. Um, then Luke and the gang, they go inside the model home. They're like, what's up, bro? And then they start to fight, of course. But while they start to fight, they start a fire. Oh, no. Yes. There's a candle. With the friction <laughs> yeah. of, the, of their fighting, yeah. their punches are so fast. <laughs> fire starts, and it's bad. And they all three of them beat up Ryan. Oh, he's so unconscious. Whole, on the, like, house gonna he's get... like lying on the ground, flames everywhere. And they run because they're like, oh, no, we started a fire. Oh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were going to work together to beat up the fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but fire. then Luke... The boyfriend jerk. Yeah. Uh, he stops. And he's like, fuck. Oh, and he goes God. back and saves Dirty Ryan. Okay. Drags him outside. Um, and then we cut to uh, Tate Donovan. He's hanging out at home drinking beer, watching old basketball games because he just got loaned $100,000. He's like, you know, you know what? It was great, these old basketball games. Isn't life wonderful? He's having <laughs> a wonderful time. <clears throat> and... Uh, how old? Like years? Like from he's the seventies? He's watching the or? no. He's watching eighties. Uh, he's watching the uh, uh, Detroit uh, and uh, L.A. Lakers final classic game. Yeah, I was mm. gonna say you said that. Like I'm <laughs> aware of both. Uh, of those no, teams. that's the uh, that's where they got the ball. Two very hoop. good teams. That's oh, that Isaiah was... Thomas, uh, uh, Detroit uh, Pistons would go on to uh, win back to back championships and. Yeah. Uh, 89 and 90, I believe. And yeah. then you got your old, uh, L.A. Lakers. That's the... Uh, that's the... Uh, Sorry, I flatlined. Showtime uh, Lakers. Yes, I believe yeah. they called it the Rumble in the Jungle. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, all right. <clears throat> Lakers won that uh, series. All right. Town. <laughs> Hooper Town, USA. USA. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where are we here? Uh, fires okay. okay so they go to look at the burnt up model home and they're like what the yeah uh and they gotta figure out what's going on they go home and they don't know what's you know what to do uh ryan is walking around looking like a dirt bag yeah <laughs> and a truck pulls up next to him and it's luke oh yeah Dude, bro, Luke is like, like "What's oh, up, man?" Yeah, I'm sorry, I burned he was, that house. He's yeah. really been thinking about it. I love you now. I love I've you grown so up much. In the last two minutes, why did you say that name? <laughs> um, 
and he so he then he's like then the uh, Ryan hops into his pickup and he's like you're giving me a ride <laughs> and they're like oh where are they gonna go um, and then at the house the cops are there and stuff and they find out about the fire and Seth comes clean about the whole plan oh. and they're like what are we gonna do well, and then nerd. pickup truck pulls up the cops are there too and Seth and or uh, yeah. Ryan and Luke get out and Ryan's like hey man <laughs> and uh, so they're gonna bu- take him downtown they got questions for you so they handcuff him but then Luke's like, those are two. And they're like, then we've got questions for you too, Luke. And they okay. handcuff him to take him downtown. Okay. And Peter Gallagher's like, Peter Gallagher's like, I'm his attorney. Don't say anything. You can't Ooh. question without me. And then he's like, and, and he turns to Luke and he's like, and you too. I'm <laughs> all of your Shut attorneys. Up. Yeah, I'm even everyone. you, papas. Look at these eyebrows. I got There's enough eyebrows for two kids the here. Other, I got a real cat yeah. and mouse thing going on. <laughs> and so they get there like, buck them, and they yeah. take them. And that's the end of my episode. Oh. Yeah. All right. And the music from your episode. Yeah, what's up? All right. We the first episode. Oh, oh. They, she play, he plays the mix CD that... Uh, oh, yeah? That, what's uh, on she, there? Uh, uh, Rock the Casbah. Hall- <laughs> uh, Anarchy no, the, in the uh, UK. Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. And she's like, I think of you when I listen to this song. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, track mm-hmm. one. <clears throat> yeah. Beach scene. Lays him by the pool. California yep. by Rufus Rain- Wainwright. Oh, yes. There you go. Oh, that's a great song. That is a good song. Opening titles. California Phantom Planet. Yeah. Uh, and then in the Jeep, Terrible Person by the band Rooney, which I remember actually. Sorry, wait, what? Oh, I see. The scene is in the Jeep. Yes. <laughs> in the Jeep, come a terrible person. In the Jeep's a terrible person. Uh, no, the, 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 song, the song Terrible Person by plays Principal in the Jeep Rooney. by Rooney. Um, I remember Rooney was a thing that they tried to make happen. Oh. Uh, then um, on a mission to go get food. Yeah. Caught by the River by Doves. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, that song sucked. Yeah. <clears throat> Didn't like that. In Your Eyes by Aaron D. After the fight at uh, the with Luke. Sure. Aaron D. Never D? Yeah. And then a song by the Androids, Do It With Madonna. That was uh, at the house party. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley. And then yep. finally, After the Fight at the Model Home, we're going out tonight by Shady Lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so well, best song, worst song? Yeah, well, obviously, Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. Probably, probably the best cover. Second place, ever Rufus Wainwright. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's a terrific song. And everything third else place, was, California. Uh, uh, Phantom Planet. Sure. That'll probably always be in third place. So what yeah. are you thinking? Uh, Rooney, Doves, Aaron D, the Androids, or Shady Lady? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think the way the House Party song was I the really one that I found least appealing. Okay, uh, do it with Madonna? Yeah, I think that that's the one that worked the least By the me. Androids? Was it just like... I want to do it with Madonna. Yeah, That's kind how of. Yeah. Goes. <laughs> this is the this is the new <laughs> this is the new segment. We we pick best and worst. Uh, the person who sees the episode picks best and worst, and then one of the people who uh, haven't seen it have to uh, try and sing what one of the songs is. Yeah, and the androids. I swear it must go. I want to do it with Madonna because she's a shady lady. <laughs> lady. 
<laughs> you gotta go Lewis on the lady. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Awesome. <clears throat> this show is very dramatic. All right. Did you, have you, did you notice that your episode wasn't about anything? <laughs> yeah, not it, at all. It was just a series of things that happened to teenagers. Yeah. All right. My episode's called The Gamble, and uh, I'll be talking about that next week. Yeah. Uh-oh. I want to say that the uh, the ocmusic.co.uk... Yeah. Is where I'm reading about the music from the episode. Great. And the banner says, Welcome to the OC music, dot, 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 bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. I just wanted to set you on fire for saying that. <laughs> well, that would make you a shitty lady. <laughs> <laughs> what a maroon. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've all got catchphrases. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So next week, another episode, uh, another freshly squeezed episode of Orange You Glad. It's the OC. Yes. Uh, also, uh, uh, I believe next episode we'll get this together. Uh, uh, listener Jimmy, listener Jimmy Kane gave us uh, uh, a new quiz to do. Yes, oh, we'll that's do that right. Next week for yes. sure. Yeah, we'll we'll know, which, a... which one of us was uh, a character? What nine hundred two character? Yeah, what nine hundred two one character? So that'll be a nice throwback. Yeah, yeah. We will okay. do that quiz next. I'm ninety nine percent sure I know which <laughs> one I am. <laughs> Um, all right, well, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC on both. We post a lot of stuff on Facebook. Get your movie news there with a little dash of snark with us in the comments, maybe, or yeah. uh, some of our great listeners. So keep doing that. Comment on all those things. It's wonderful. Share from our page and more. Uh, ModernSuperior.com is where you can listen to our show and all of our other podcasts on the network. Um, you can email us at info at modernsuperior.com as we mentioned and thank you for the people that have done that and the people that have rate and reviewed us please continue to do that on iTunes and otherwise uh, we will see you next Wednesday goodbye internet and please don't be a shitty lady shitty lady <laughs> Richard goodbye <laughs> <laughs> Presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.